It's warming up. Come on. Come on. Let's see the jazz hands, Walter. Come on. We're live. We're live. Let's see the jazz hands. Let's see it, Walter. There you go. Walter is wagging tail. Oh, okay. doing Coming some... in. Oh, right my gosh. Yeah. Hey, Tim from Novak Conversion. He's come lately. Yeah, he's coming in. We are live already. Okay, Tim, you got to do jazz hands. Whatever else you're doing, we got to see some jazz hands. You're looking in the room. You're not even looking at the camera. You got the wrong camera connected. I got two monitors going on. That way I can watch races at the same time. (laughs) Okay, I hope you guys have your big girl panties on tonight. And we're going a little sophisticated tonight. Big girl panties with the pearl necklace. It's a combo. It's a combo. We're doing it tonight. <laughs> yes, we are live, and this is episode 339 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast, or WMMF podcast. I'm your host, Hank Strange. Uh, we are coming to you live from Strange Media Studios in Gainesville, and the title of, sh- of tonight's show is Pearls of Wisdom Against Gun Control. We're going to talk about that if you don't understand what it means. And our special guest, there he goes, Tim from Novak Conversions. Hands. <laughs> He's in the house. He's in the house. He's with us. And, no, that's cool. No worries. Also, Walter J. Keller. K. W. W. Keller. W. Keller. No, no. Oh, Walter. Okay. Walter W. Keller. It doesn't make any difference. Is it W? Is it W. W. Keller? You can call me Ray. You can call me Jay. You can call me whatever. <laughs> Just don't call me late to pizza. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Understood. Understood. Shout out to everyone out there. It's a little bit noisy here. Uh, Babyface P was here, but uh, I think he'll be coming on um, sometime. Some at some point here, he might drop in to visit us. Uh, oh. Okay. We're live on air. If you don't mind. Uh, okay. Everyone just heard that buckshot neckbone, aka neckbone, also a criminal. You know, um, escaped from San Quentin, went after one of the neighbors over here. It's a good thing I'm moving because, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. you know, so so Babyface P was just here and he was leaving. That's some of the ruckus you guys heard in the background there. But I guess he went after one of the other people in this industrial uh, complex. <laughs> he went out the door. <laughs> hmm. Mm. <laughs> yeah um you know buckshot that's what he does you know he has that uh napoleon complex as all chihuahuas i think he's part chihuahua right i can't remember I don't know what buckshot is i'm not sure so. <laughs> he's Hard attitude yeah he, he's terrible so okay so uh shout outs to everyone who's out, who's here joining us um if you're not subscribed, please do subscribe to the channel, ring the bell, smash the thumbs up, share this. We've got Tim here. We're going to talk gun stuff, but, you know, since we've got Tim, we'll talk about some Jeep stuff. We can do that. We'll talk, we'll talk about some car stuff. Is, are any of you guys watching the Geneva Motor Show? Let me ask that. The what? Oh, okay. Well, okay. I'm going to take it. Walter, you're going to the Geneva Motor Show. Did I watch it? Yeah, well, it's going on right now. So there's a there's an auto show going on in Geneva, Switzerland. Yes, yes. No, uh, um, Geneva, Florida. There's actually a Geneva, Wisconsin too. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I believe there's a Wisconsin. There's probably a couple of Genevas in, in America. But anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Geneva Motor Show is going on right now. I think that's cool. I don't know. But yeah, are, they, are they debuting that new uh, Bugatti there? 
Yes, the uh, what is it called? It's got some kind of crazy French name. I can't remember. Yeah, some sexy French name. Yeah, it's remember. it's pretty cool. It's an eleven million dollar Bugatti. That's crazy. Eleven million dollars, and there's I only one of them. In it, though. Uh, let's pull our money. Do you think we can get eleven dollars if we all put our money together? What I don't do care if we can get eleven thousand. I ain't gonna buy that. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even afford the oil change on that car. <laughs> yeah. They probably got some special oil that's hundred dollars a gallon or something. Well, it's so it's probably worth it because I think, if I'm not mistaken, there the, it's named after these really like uh, Bugatti. Way back in the days, Bugatti did these um, like specially built Bugattis. I think there's four of them. And there were like three of them out there. And then one was for the son of Bugatti or whatever that designed the thing. And that went missing. So there's three that people know where they are. And I think, uh, what was it? I think the guy from Ralph Lauren has one. Is it the, huh? is it the Veyron? The Bugatti Veyron? No, no, no. It's an older, it's like oh. that older, you know, it has that like circular shape like that. And then the long hood. Okay. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. I, I have to look it up. But but um but Ralph Lauren has one, and I think someone offered him a hundred million dollars, and he was like, oh, "No, jeez, <laughs> not enough money." When you're putting that level, it, money isn't probably as big of a deal. Yeah, I don't know, man. Somebody offered me a hundred million dollars for a dumb old car. Guess what? <laughs> think how many guns you can buy? <laughs> how many freaking everything I can buy? Yeah, tanks. Walter's buying tanks. He's buying the estate. I can buy with a hundred million dollars. A lot of property with a hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, the pizza's here. Pizza's here for anyone who wants to know. Yeah. For um, those of you betting on it, I got pizza. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, so Geneva Motor Show's going on. Lots of cool cars out there. I don't know if you guys, I'm into cars. So you guys can let me know if you're into cars, what stuff you see out there that you think is cool. Uh, Boss Hog said a set of tires are probably $70,000. You know? I'm never going to know because I'm never going to know. Yeah. Richard Hughes says the Bugatti name in English translates to you can't afford this. <laughs> it transfers to you suckle. <laughs> <laughs> There was a time when the those old Bugattis, the big round fender ones, the ones you guys are talking about, the long ones, they were mm-hmm. sitting in sheds and shitting in garages, and nobody gave a crap mm-hmm. until they figured out there was like maybe two or three or three or four of them left. Mm-hmm. And everybody got excited about it. Yeah. So here's what the car looks like. That's one representation of it. Uh, yeah. yeah, there you go. So I'm trying to see if there's another. Um, Lola sent me this article. Ralph Lauren, famous for his love of the old cars, has managed to amass more than 60 rare car models. He owns, amongst others, a 1958 Ferrari Testarossa, uh, a 1929 Bentley Blower. All his cars are securely hidden in a park building in Bedford Hills, New York. Among them is a rare gem which he acquired in 1988. Here's another. Like, it really has that. You see that? It has that, like, classic. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, style. Um, a 1937 Bugatti Type 57 SC uh, Gangloff Drophead Coupe from the <laughs> Ralph Lauren um, collection. Uh, and it's worth a ridiculous $40 million. Jeez. Yeah, it's called, I think it's called the Atlantic. That's kind of like the. Uh, so it's the Bugatti 57 SC Atlantic. Wow. wow. Yeah, that's awesome. That's crazy. Yeah. If I had that kind of money, I would drop it on, on cars. He's going to tell you what he paid for it, though. I guarantee you. 
<laughs> he didn't pay no $40 million for it. I bet he paid, I bet he paid 20 million. Oh, you're, you're funny. He probably paid a hundred grand for that car. Yeah. <laughs> think so? Yeah, I do. He think. got it in 1988. It's a 57. So he didn't get it originally. That's it. It wasn't hot then. In 1988, it might have been two million. Okay, so if it was two million, now he's asking forty. I don't even think it was two million. Well, I don't think he's asking forty. I think it's worth that. It's a very rare, it's a very rare car. Well, there's somebody, there's somebody that wants to launder some money. That would yeah, I say we get into the car, the uh, car making business, Walter. I can make a one of car for you. Oh, I'm and, sure you could. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you could. <laughs> Yeah, but there's other cars there. Like, uh, what was it? The yeah, the, the there was one from um, from Koenigsegg that Koenigsegg named after his father. I think it's the Yannick or something like that. That was cool. Um, you know, there's lots of cool cars that they're putting out there. So mostly electric cars. Mostly electric cars. I'm not a, you know, I, I, there's no electric car out there that I really want. There's maybe a hybrid. I like the hybrid. Uh, I like the Porsche 918. Yeah. So that's Tesla's cool. got some good looking lines, don't they? Tesla. You like Teslas? I, I kind of like their lines, but I don't know much about their their uh, longevity and reliability, to be honest. Well, um, I don't. I don't like Teslas. I don't like how they look. I don't. They haven't made a, a, a Tesla so sexy that I'm like, I gotta have that Tesla. Because you drive an R8. <laughs> no, it's not that. No, it's not that. I mean, I could have I could have gotten a Tesla before. And I'm not saying that they're terrible. I just think that um, they, they you know they look okay, but uh, I don't know. And and there and, and they there are lots of uh, quality control issues, shall we say, with the Teslas. Yeah. Not lots, really. of, lots of people out there have quality control issues. And I think they have uh, customer service issues too. Um, customer service issues. Um, if you if your car like there was a guy. Remember when I drove when I met you guys when I drove all the way out to California and back. Um, there was there was there's a guy that's in this complex here. I don't know if that's who Neckbone went after, but uh, he's a British guy here, and he's he's into electric cars and saving the planet or whatever. And he had the Model X, you know, the one that does all the crazy, does the show, all the doors open. It's got the gullwing doors and everything. And yeah. he drove to California and it broke down in California and he had to leave it there. And um, I don't know, I guess he flew back and it took so long to get a replacement that he bought another Tesla. Oh, jeez. And then like um, a, c- a couple of days ago, I spoke to him and this was like for a few months. And then yeah. he was like, oh. They like, you know, they actually surprised me because I saw the I saw his car back out there, the Model X. And he was like, yeah, I'm surprised. I actually got it back. (laughs) (laughs) Really sad. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm not saying that Tesla won't ever come up with something that I'll think, man, that's just like real sexy. I got to have it. But I don't know. Plus, I like the idea of the hybrid more than I do if I had to choose one. Either a pure electric or hybrid. I would probably choose hybrid because, you know, you can go more places right now. And regardless of the fact that they're saying there's lots of places to charge and all that. Um, when you break down and bump so, up Kansas out in the middle of nowhere, there ain't going to be no place to charge. Or bump up Colorado. or in, in eastern Colorado where it's like, where it looks like uh, uh, 
Um, yeah. Looks like an, where the Indians could come over the ridge any second, um, like from the <laughs> western. There ain't no place to charge out there. I guarantee you, my friend. <laughs> there ain't no place to yeah. Charge. Well, that's the thing with an electric Jeep, right, Tim? We were talking about that before. Yeah. Yeah. How are you charging that electric Jeep? I'm not. I'm not convinced that's the way to go yet either. In fact, I think the news report about a week ago, they talked about um, how everybody's just aghast because electric vehicles in the winter, when you have to use your heater and headlights more, don't have the same range. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you, ever, you ever gotten your car in the winter and it doesn't start? Roll. Roll. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think that's fully baked in yet. So, you know, maybe a hybrid, maybe a hybrid uh, electric would something it's like probably that. a good idea. Diesel electric? Yeah, it works. Yeah, where you, it's hybrid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's better. If we, if we have to go in that direction, I like that better. What's the point? What's the point of electric right now? Most of our most of the electricity is coming from uh, fossil fuels, right? So either uh, gas or coal. Or, or nuke. Or, or, uh, yeah, we have from nuke, but no one wants to put nuclear plants in their neighborhoods. No, Hank, nobody wants to put anything in their neighborhood. Yeah. They don't want any kind of power. They want somebody else in the neighborhood. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they want the electricity. The, the, the huge carbon footprint to build those batteries, right? Oh, man. Yeah. So I think that's a mess. I think that's a mess, but we're going in that direction. We're going in that direction. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead. I have a tendency to overcomplicate things. Yeah. The pants says Tesla won't sell you parts. That's true. If you get a used Tesla, it's basic. You can't connect to Tesla. Like, you know, they have their, their system. You can't connect. They'll try to brick you. They'll try to brick your whole car. Because they won't, they don't want to warranty it or whatever. You're gonna base, you basically have to hack your own car. So there's a bunch of things going on there. That's like buying a rifle where you can only buy the ammunition from one place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, what good is it? It's no good. Yeah. I'm not going to have my old points ignition Chevy that I can do whatever I want to, and nobody has control over. It. Yeah. Yeah. Even it, like my Pinsgauer, when I bought it, I had him put elect, I had him put a Petronics electronic ignition in it. I haven't mm -hmm. touched it since I bought it. That's in 2006. <laughs> I mean, I've changed the spark plugs here, but mm -hmm. I turn the key and it starts and we go. So, okay. So you can say my Pinsgauer. <laughs> How many guys can say that? I know. Um, well, see, Walter's all hoity toity. I, you know, my Pinsgauer. Let me smoke my cigar. <laughs> I'm just making fun of you. <laughs> I know. Uh, I, I, I sometimes I sit back and I go, man, that's a cool truck. How did I end up getting a Pinsgauer? That's pretty cool. It is cool, man. That Pinsgauer. By the way, I haven't put out that video yet, but I am. I've got like Walter did a video of the Pinsgauer. That's going to be out on uh, Stranger Palooza. That's our auto channel for anyone who's into the cars. Go over there. The video that is on Stranger Palooza, Tim. Um, yeah. What uh, what is it, Walter? The Kaiser. Oh the yeah, Jeep Kaiser. Seven fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, you ever worked on one of those, Tim? No, I'm, yeah. I'm dying to. That's a that's a uh, build goal of mine. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. awesome. Yes. Let me know if you ever get your hands on one and you want to work on one because that's that'll be cool. But Walter has a friend, Sean. He's like, uh, so if it's you, you, you. If you look at the video, you won't be able to tell that Sean is probably one of the most intelligent guys I know. 
Yeah, very intelligent. He's a photographer, very creative guy. But <laughs> yeah. into military vehicles. Yeah, he's kind of rough around the edges, but he's into military vehicles. <laughs> so him and his brother have um, a Kaiser. Oh, I guess his brother has that Kaiser, right? Well, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So him and his brother have the Kaiser, which I guess is the street version of the glad. What is it, Gladiator? Oh, gladiator was the street version. The Gladiator is the street version. Of that, so yeah, that video is up there. Yep. Um, which we could talk about that a little bit here, I guess, as we go into this. Yeah. Yeah. As we have this conversation, we'll, we'll get to some car stuff here. Uh, let me see. Some people have some questions. I carry my revolver in single action. Says Hank, did you see the Joe Rogan podcast with the Twitter guy Dorsey uh, getting called out by Tim Pool and censoring conservatives? I don't know if you guys saw that. You guys are busy building and fixing stuff. Um, Tim, nah, I've been so busy, I, I'm out of touch. <laughs> yeah, did you see that, Walter? Which one? What, who was? Who was? Who was? Uh, Joe Rogan. He had the guy, the people, the pe- the guy that owns Twitter or runs Twitter, I guess. Yeah. Jack Dorsey. So, so here's the thing. I'll break it down for you guys. Um, Jack Dorsey, the guy who runs Twitter, was on Joe Rogan already. I think like a month ago or something. And everyone thinks it was kind of a soft interview. I think that as well. You know, um, he was on. Joe Rogan asked him a couple of questions, but really didn't push him. Yeah, if you answer the wrong questions, your Twitter account, yeah, it'll go away. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, so the thing is, everyone was mad about it. And then Joe Rogan said, "Okay, I'm going to have him come back on. And then he decided he did come back on, but he came back on with I can't remember her name, but it was something gaudy. Uh, one of my people, she looks like she's Indian, but she's, I guess, in charge of, she's one of the people in charge of who is deplatforming everyone. And, um, so they were, they were there with Joe Rogan and then they had Tim Poole who was telling them like, what about this? What about all these, uh, conservatives or people that you guys are kicking off? But then there's these liberals over here that you don't kick off the platform. Um, I thought that it was. To me, it was actually kind of worse than the first one because they, you know, they they were prepared for everything. So when so when they asked them, like, well, why did you kick off Alex Jones? They had all this long list of things of reasons why they kicked off Alex Jones. And then when they said, well, why didn't you kick off? Um, what's the name of the Kathy Griffin? Literally does a representation of the president being decapitated. Nobody kicked her off of anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. So when they asked about all those different things, when they would ask about something that the people on the left did, they would go, oh, um, you know, we didn't see that. We don't know about that. We have to. Yeah, we'll get back to you on that one. Well, you know, Kathy Griffin also tried to dox those kids. Remember those kids um, that were in the Capitol and they had the MAGA hats and then this guy came up and was beating the drum and all that. Yeah. Yeah. She called for those kids to be doxed. So in other words, for their personal private information to be given out on the Internet so people can harass them. They didn't kick her off for that. Yeah. So every single thing that they come up with and they're like, this is what you did to people on the right. Oh, well, we got reasons for that. Then, okay. so why didn't you do when these guys over here on the left did this? Why did you let him get away with it? We we don't know about that. You're going to straight answer from. No, I didn't think so. That's why I think it was worse. It was. It's almost a point. Why bother? Yeah. You know, why why spend the airtime on people who are just they're just bullshitting you? You know, I mean it's like 
what I think about what I think about that is the reason why I spend so much time um, trying to like support uh, Gunstreamer and and other things that are like that out there because ultimately this is going to happen to us, man. These the people running the, and the funny thing is the Jack Dorsey, the guy who runs Twitter, had no clue. He had no clue when he came on before. He had no clue this time. He just had his uh, mouthpiece there and she said he just sat back and then he seems like he has no idea of what's going on. But I'm pretty sure as pretty sure they know what they're doing. As Grandpa Keller used to say, I know, believe it, you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he goes what's going on. Well, and then I saw what's the name of that guy that, oh, man, I got, uh, you know, there's a. There's a conservative news organization out there that goes undercover and investigates all these guys. Oh, what's the yeah, name of that? Planned Parenthood, too. Yes. Um, what is that? Hold on. I'm trying to find because someone sent me the link and um, they have footage of the security people at Twitter. Like they were asking them, uh, Tim Pool and Joe Rogan were asking if if Twitter has access to our private um direct messages dms right and they said no no we don't we don't look at people's dms we don't get into that you know uh, unless there's some kind of problem no one looks at you. he's like are you sure there's no one looking well that guy did an undercover investigation and has video of the security people at twitter saying hell yeah we look at every we have all people's dms on servers <laughs> you know they do and they probably I wouldn't be so using it to profile people that they're they're selling that info. Yeah, they're using it to profile you. I guarantee you they're probably it. they're probably taking a cut from some government agency. And yeah, it's a project Veritas. You guys heard of Project yeah. Veritas. Veritas? Yeah, yeah. So um, a lot of BS, man. I uh, I don't know. I was like, it was so predictable. They would ask, you know, why'd you why'd you kick Sargon of a cut off? Oh, we have all these reasons right here. Well, prepared, um, like you said. Yeah. Why didn't you kick? Why don't you kick off Antifa? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Antifa? Never heard of that. <laughs> Anti- anywho. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of crazy. Um, mm-hmm. You guys could watch it if you want to out there. If you don't believe what I'm saying, but it was terrible. Yeah. So um, let's see what other stuff people. Yes, Richard Hughes says Project Veritas. Yeah. Um. I'm, I'm what I'm jonesing for now is a CJ2A. So um, that's what I'm jo- I'm talking vehicles here. Oh, vehicles. Okay. By the way, Red Bear says you thought it was private. I don't think anything you put on the internet's private. Hell no. Just no. FYI for everyone out there. Anything you put on the internet. I don't care if they say private. it goes away in 10 minutes. It don't go away. It's not. No. no. Be careful. They, the one thing, if you look at that Project Veritas video, they say they got lots of dick pics. So all of you dudes out there throwing your dingalings oh, yeah. out on the social medias. And you and your girls putting your boobs up to the camera. Yeah, it's all yeah. There. Yeah. Or, uh, or, or like, it's gonna uh, come back. It's gonna like come people back. People I know in college, you know, going showing them drinking like a fish every day of the week. And then mm-hmm. they go out to look for a job. That all stuff can all be seen. Yeah, Hillbilly, Hillbilly Nitro says data is the new oil. New oil. Um, the jer- jerk data, out. data. Data is a new oil. So, yeah. In other words, like all this information oh. that we're like, okay, I know we, we use, we, we would probably use social media in some form, but we, everyone's sitting here, we're basically using social media because we have businesses, right? All right. And we need to promote stuff. 
Um, I would recommend to people do not put stuff on social media that you do not want to live forever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you uh, <laughs> if you like to wear a certain kind of mask at Halloween or, or do a certain kind of face paint, don't put it on social media. Don't take pictures yeah. of yourself. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't throw up those black face pictures. Don't. Um, <laughs> Black face, green face, whatever face you choose, don't put it on the, yeah. on the interweb. Yeah. yeah. Don't be talking about it. Not even, you know how they say it goes down in the DM? Yeah. Everybody's down in the DM right now. <laughs> yeah. Be careful what you say even on uh, on anything. Anytime so anyone messages me or sends me things, I always think like, how do I know you're not the ops? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, be careful out there. Be careful. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to see what else. Uh, Hillbilly Nitro. People these days think privacy starts with a password. Okay. Okay. All right. And then there's some car stuff here. I came my revolver in single action says, ask Tim what he thinks about the Dodge Hellcat. I think anything with 700 horsepower is damn cool. Yeah. cool. <laughs> If you yeah. can keep it hooked up, yeah. So you can use it. I saw that one that was a thousand, or it was on um, the Grand Tour. Whatever. That guy. Um, that's the. What is that? The um, elephant. Yeah. No, 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 no. It wasn't the elephant. It was the. Uh, what is it called when you the Exorcist? Yeah. He could not keep the thing hooked up half the time. So. Yeah, that was a Chevy. That was a Chevy Camaro. Oh yes, yes. Well, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what? I mean, uh, uh, excuse me, Camaro. It's Chevy Camaro. Let's, not, let's not get that. Let's not go yeah. that way. Yeah, someone, uh, someone's gonna start talking about it here in a second. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you can. I mean, if you have all that power and you can't keep it on the ground, what good is it? I mean, besides, I can smoke. You know. What I mean? Yeah, I agree with that. I think all-wheel drive is needed. If you have something that's like, honestly, what are you doing with something that's like? over four or five, you know, 600 horsepower, and you don't have all-wheel drive. What was the point? Well, look at top-fuel dragsters. They're only two-wheel drive. You just put bigger meats on it. Um, okay, those things Those things have a very specialized function. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you see – okay, what is the name of that Corvette? It was actually on Grand Tour, and I'm trying to remember what Corvette – you know, it's – oh, man, is it the – you know, there's this like the most powerful Corvette ever, right? And there's vi you can look this up on YouTube right now. There's footage of the of the like one of the big honchos at GM. He's driving this Corvette in, in a race. He's the pace car. And on the second turn, the second lap, he smashes that thing into the wall. Too much power. Well, oh, well, no, you put a FUD behind the wheel, too. Yes, that's what happens when a suit drives a car with that much power. Yeah. Okay. Brick says, "Cause America, Hank, high horsepower and rear wheel drive." I get I it. Don't care. I know. I'm not, yeah, I'm not mad about it. I'm not, I'm I mean, if you got the jack for it, I mean, buy that twelve billion dollar Bugatti. Yeah. Cares, but know? it's not. It's not really. It's, <laughs> listen. Here's the thing. I'm not complaining about high, high horsepower. I'm telling you, I want to be able to put it to the ground. I want to do shit with it. <laughs> All right. That's what I think is important. The other day we were talking about Teslas. The other day, a guy was trying to race me with a Tesla, um, you know, and I obeyed all speed limits. Not now, right. a Tesla is electric, so it has a lot of torque and it takes right off. So yeah. this guy was like, oh, I'm going to take this guy. 
And I didn't even realize it, that what that's what he was doing. But he he really couldn't hold on to that. He couldn't hold on to it. You know, and ultimately, if you could put if you could put everything down to the ground, you could beat those things. Oh, Tesla. So, Tesla's not a hybrid, is it? It's, it's straight electric, right? It's straight electric. I'm not. So some of them are rear wheel drive only. Not all of them are all wheel drive. I guess as your battery gets lower, it doesn't let you punch it full on. It probably says, whoa, mm-hmm. hey, Hoss, you're going to run out if you do that one more time. Yeah, it probably, it probably throttles you back so you can't. Go yeah. On, yeah. See, Mike Bryant knows what I'm talking about. He says, ha ha, heard, heard that on Grand Tour. But you could see the footage of this um, of this this guy driving. It's a blue um, it's a it's a blue Corvette. And the problem and even on the Grand Tour, I think Jeremy Clarkson was driving. Um, I think it was a white one that he was driving the same car, though. And and he was having problems with it because it's a lot of powers. <laughs> It's a lot of power. Now, on that show, that was the last Grand Tour that came on. I don't know. Walter, you just started watching that. I don't know if, Tim, do you ever watch the Grand Tour? On occasion. Yeah. I'm not not caught up right now. I'm still behind. Yeah. Yeah. So they had the, what's the the Jeep Grand Cherokee? I think it's the Trackhawk. Trackhawk, yeah. Yeah. They had the Trackhawk on there, which is, I think that's awesome. It's vigilant. Yeah. I think the Trackhawk is awesome. That has a Hellcat motor in it, Walt. (laughs) So, um, and it's all wheel drive, right? Because it's a, it's a cheap Grand Cherokee. Um, so it's cool. It's cool and everything. But there was some part of it, I think, where uh, Richard Hammond was trying to drift it. And that didn't really work. <laughs> because, you know, you can't, it, it's, it's got such a high center of gravity. But it is, that is a really cool vehicle. Yeah. I think, in my opinion. I like the Trackhawk. I like it in black, of course. Yeah. The, tr- the track hawks are pretty cool. So uh, Pixamite wants to know if I dusted him. Yes, I dusted him. Um, staying within the legal limits of the law. We're speeding it. We're racing <laughs> miles per hour. <laughs> so. Um, it was awesome. Trailhawk. Uh, is it trail? Jafari H says trail. The trailhawk is a different one, right, Tim? Correct. Yeah, okay, so what's the difference with those two? Uh, the Trailhawk is the um, trying to remember the model, the, uh, the not the Renegade the Cherokee. Is it a Cherokee? Yeah, yeah, and and so it's not, you know, it's not, uh, it's not as fast. <laughs> yeah, so the Trailhawk is set up. It's got it, it has a bigger motor. I'm assuming. Does it have a V8? I'm assuming it has a V8. Uh, Hemi. No, I think it's. I think it's a V6, and, and I'm, I haven't been up to speed on those because they're just. Oh, not, okay. They're not as cool. <laughs> yeah, I think um, who has? I think um, someone I know has a Trailhawk. I think it's opt out of gun control. I think he has one, but yeah. The, so I think the Trailhawk is more designed to like go off road and really do that stuff, and then the Trackhawk is a Cherokee, but it's got the Grand Cherokee. Yeah, it's a Grand Cherokee, and it has the uh, it has the the okay. supercharger and all that in it. So yeah, yeah. Um, Brick says I need a Hellcat motor for my Jeep, but I'm poor. Um, <laughs> do not, not let money get in the way of anything. Right. <laughs> yeah, don't let money get in the way. Yeah. Live your life. That's what I say. Um, <laughs> and, and, pre- and and prepare for that cardboard box. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not necessarily going to be. Listen, I have never had a, a car that I could actually afford. 
Do you so this okay? This is a good question to ask you guys. Yeah. Do you only buy cars that you can only afford? That you like? I've got this money. I could go buy this car right now. Is that the only cars you've ever bought, Tim? Let's hear from you. I know I'm, I'm pretty sure I have an idea where Walter's coming from, but not only, but mostly since I've grown up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you don't ever push the boundaries and get something that you know, even if. So let's say you're not necessarily buying it on payments or anything like that, that that's going to be expensive, but you buy this car because you just love it, even though you know you're going to wind up pouring a lot of time and money into it. Yeah, and see, that's the thing, because I can build it. I can I can buy anything cheap and build it, so I'm into it way less than somebody that would have to just go buy it outright, you know? Okay, but you've never got, so you've never gotten a project vehicle, and then it still wound up costing you a lot. I mean, I know you're in the industry and everything, but... well. well Anytime you buy a project vehicle, it never it never ends. First off, that's the joke with Jeeps is it never ends. There's always something you want to do to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just getting ready to put mine under the knife here pretty soon. I, I've been in the acquiring stage. You know, I got the engine. I now have the transmission. Just last week, transfer case. I've got the axles. I've got an extra frame. So I'm just about ready to start building this thing. But it's a long process, and it won't be done after it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me suggest to you, man, if it's not painful and if your wife is not thinking about divorcing you based on that vehicle, you're not doing it right. <laughs> I'm just saying what? you got to live on the edge. You got to live on the edge. You get to believe. OK, Walter, what about you? You're only getting stuff that you can that you can absolutely afford. There's no whatever, no pain in it. Right. Lately. You're, you're practical. <laughs> so you've never, but you've never done it or you have done it before? That I couldn't afford? Yeah. I'm not saying that you can't afford, but that because you got this car. It's going to be know, difficult to pay for. It's yeah, you got this be... thing and you had to hustle harder and figure um, out where to get the money from. No, uh, not really. Uh, <laughs> not re- not actually car guys? Not in recent history. No. Oh. I mean, yeah, there was, we don't have any car payments. Everything got paid off. So, mm-hmm. um uh, make sure you thank Obama for that. Well, it was during the Obama, uh, yeah, uh, the gun plan. Yeah. When um, you see, when you meet Obama one of these days, surfing in Hawaii or something, he's still a Marxist fucker. That's all. He is. <laughs> uh, sorry. But you better thank him. You better say thank you. No, I can't say thanks. He's, no. <laughs> he's, he's messed up this country beyond belief. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just um, want to punch him in the throat for cash for clunkers. That's it. Oh, that was a crime. That was a crime. Horrible. Well, more than yeah. there's been more than one crime, but that was that's that's one that nobody really, aside from car people, nobody gives a crap about. Oh, but that killed some some cool cars, man. Well, yeah, it took a lot of stuff off the street. Yeah, yeah. But it's also still, not a good idea. Like we're just destroying the the actually the you, if you really want to save the environment, take cars that already exist and and make them better. It wasn't yeah. about saving anything. I know, uh, but I know well, I'd like to know the, the how many people sold their their perfectly good running car and got themselves into payments that lost the car because they couldn't afford it. I bet there's thousands of them. I bet you're right. Lost, they had to be repoed after that because they couldn't make the payments. Yeah, it's because kind of like got, it's kind of like no money down on your house. Remember all that yeah. whole that yeah, old people racket? got their houses repoed after. Oh, so I went to two hundred thousand dollar house, but I can only afford the forty thousand dollar house. Mm-hmm. So when the, so when all of a sudden everything crashes, you're like, but also. Oh! There were people- 
There were people <laughs> buying houses that literally a few months before that were forty, fifty thousand dollar houses, and then all of a sudden they went up to a hundred, a hundred and fifty, or you know, like just went way up. Yeah. yeah. So people, you know, when you say no money down, people think, well, hell, if he's living like that, I should live like that, right? He's driving mm -hmm. that fancy truck. I should get one of those big trucks with big wheels, you know. And then when yeah. uh, when things go bad, it's like when the repo man's hunting you down, and then you're crying. Oh, I didn't mean it. It's somebody else's fault. It's the mean banker's fault. He gave me the money. No, it isn't. Interesting point with that. Um, I source all of our engines, uh, well, used engines, transmissions, things like that. And it was really interesting after the crash in '09. To see shortly after that, you'd find a lot of Escalades and vehicles like that. <laughs> oh. engines. They had underhood fires mysteriously. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. How, uh, I'm, still, how I'm still waiting for a, uh, for a Hummer. Not a Humvee. I would love to have a Humvee. But I'm still waiting for, you know, like the Hummer, the um, H1, what, what was it? Hummer. The H2, H2, not the H1. Oh, those things are pigs. Ugh. I'm still waiting for an H1 to be so cheap, like, 500 bucks or something <laughs> that I could just buy H1. You're talking about an H2. <laughs> I'm sorry, H2. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, and, you don't like the H2s? They're, they're, I almost they're bought pigs. one. They're, they're, I know, they're I know. useless. <laughs> you ever been inside so of one of them? You know, I, I have. That's why I didn't buy you it. this big ass vehicle. And no room. No room inside no room. the thing. Yeah. It's like, it's such a, <laughs> get a Suburban. I know, but you know what? It looks so much like a toy. It's not even a good toy. I know, but see, like, okay, so the other night when I was driving home from here, there was a guy in a yellow one driving next to me. Really? And I was like, man, I still like these things for some crazy. And I actually, I was like this close to buying one when I bought the uh, conversion van that I had when the boys were real young. I bought a conversion van from Chevy. And the and the Hummer, the H2, was actually cheaper than that conversion van that, van that I bought. But it had no room. And I and got it, and I was like, "There's no way I can't gas live in this thing. Too. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. You might as well get a you might as well get a tanker truck to follow you back behind you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but Walter, if when they come down to five hundred bucks, they'll never come down. <laughs> Even the ones that have got a five hundred thousand miles still aren't five hundred dollars. I know, I know, I know. It, it's one of those things. <laughs> I've looked every once in a while. Why? Why are you looking, Walter? Why? Well, I just, I'm just curious, you know. And it's like, uh -huh. because those things are fucking pigs. Yeah, you're, um, hum, you're hum, you're Humvee curious. No, that's not you're, a Humvee. You're, that you're has Hummer, nothing to you're do Hummer with a Humvee. H, okay, you're Hummer H2 curious. That, that is the the H2 was for people that couldn't afford an H1. Thank you. Right. Yes. Done. Okay. Over. Okay. You're yeah. better off to buy a used H1. At least it'll uh, retain some value. Yeah, I like. Listen, I like the H1s. I would love to have one of those. When that comes down to 500 bucks, let well, me know. Well, that ain't going to happen either in your lifetime. So, <laughs> Well, okay, you said we can get one of those for like five grand or something. That's, right? a, that's a military one, yes. Yeah, the military one. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever worked on one of those, Tim? No, thank heaven. <laughs> They're not. Everybody, you know, that's the funny thing I find about people about Humvees or the military ones. Everybody goes, oh, they're like constant maintenance. I don't see it. I don't see it. It, the engine's not fancy. The, well, the later, the older ones aren't. The newer what ones are like in there. But the drivetrain's not exotic. It's like I don't know where this. Uh, what engine's know. in it? What kind of engine does? Mine it have? has a six point five liter, um, 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 uh, GM diesel. Yeah. Okay. So and then the, yeah. the first ones were six twos. Yeah. And then the later ones are, 
Um, oh, what is it they've got in them? I yeah. forget. But they've got different transmissions, all electronically controlled, and yeah, the turbo Ty- ones. Tyvin says he had an H2. He says, "I love my H2, and I miss it. Had two hundred and eighty-seven thousand miles on it when I sold it. It's a drivetrain in those H2s, a six-liter and uh, six-liter LS engine, you know, and and everything behind it is they're a three hundred thousand mile engine easily." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, what I, what I, what you, you, Tim, you brought up the burned Escalades. How yeah. hot can you burn a, a um, an a LS engine and still be good? Can it be a halfway decent fire, or or do they go bad? <laughs> no, I mean what I'm saying is, you know, for a total, you know. Uh, well, it, let's just say there's a lot of there's a lot of plastic on the top end of those. Oh, it just all melts. Oh, but that's replaceable. Yeah. I'm going to assume, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But none of that's going to melt and go into the, huh? I so see you'd have to get it really hot to make it not usable. Again. Okay, that's what, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've okay. rebuilt a car that had engine fire, a Fiat that had engine fire. And yeah. it wasn't that hot and just you replace the wiring and do all that stuff and boom. Yeah. yeah. By the way, shout out to Gunstreamer. I think Ashley from Gunstreamer is out there right now. Um, I know that... Um, you know, we, we had Austin from Gunstreamer. I think he has a CTS or something. He was re, he's always rebuilding the Cadillac CTS. Oh, OK. Yeah, he's always rebuilding it. You know what I would like to do? So uh, H2, I would get the H2 and I would probably put like, I don't know, like a, like a natural gas engine or something in there. I think that would be cool on the H2. So, <laughs> so there's going to be you, a driver's seat, a passenger seat and an LP tank in the back. Yeah, and I would get <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> but if I got a what was that? Someone just came in behind Tim, scared the crap out of me. Uh, let's go, Tim. Look out, man. Someone's trying to sneak up on you. Um, you know, I, if if I got one of the H1s, Walter, I like the yeah. slope back. Yeah, slant back. back yeah. Humvee, yeah, slant back Humvee. I would get one of those and put the engine in like make it mid engine. <laughs> yeah, put like a real powerful mid engine. No, that be person that can fit in it, right? <laughs> uh, no, nothing's ever easy with you. Nothing's ever easy. <laughs> that I think that would be cool. The only thing that would be cooler than that is if we make it a reverse trike. Oh god! So you keep two wheels up front, and then you put one massive wheel in the back, <sighs> and make it like an off-road reverse trike built. You need out to get back on your medicine. <laughs> you're hallucinating or something yeah see this is why like this is what i would do with money yeah. i'm not i mean i'm not like the egyptians or something i'm not trying to take the money with me when i die i would do yeah. crazy ass stuff that goes through my brain <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah okay razor jb says uh uh in putting a turbo in my prius <laughs> we saw there was a um um, it wasn't. Did you see that, Tim, at, at the at last SEMA. Uh, SEMA? Did you see the Prius that had the Hellcat? Walter and I saw it the year that before. That was the year before last. I yeah. did not. And I can't think of a worse idea. <laughs> well, it was great. It was great as a promotional item. Everybody yeah. everybody took pictures of it. Everybody talked about it. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike Bryant has a good idea for that Humvee. He says put tank treads in the back. One tank tread in the middle, like a triangular <laughs> tank tread. And then two, two why wheels. You, why don't you just get a big wheel? <laughs> Ride around on a big wheel. Red Bear says, I'm like the federal government spending money I don't have. 
Yeah. Camp David says once again, Hank is stoned. No, I don't even. I don't even get high. That's never. That's never happened to me unless it was a contact high from my boys smoking weed or something like that. So. Or at a concert. Yeah, at a concert. Yeah. Concert, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Razor JB says actually had a vet engine and a '72 Super Beetle. <clears throat> that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Now, if you take yeah. that transactional, flip that transaxle, and and put the uh, engine mid-engine, that would be cool. Yeah. You ever see? You ever seen that, Hank Strange? Uh. You I'm take not, the instead of it hanging out the back, you flip the transaxle, and set it forward. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I have seen that. Because I, I think to, I have. I think someone. Uh, I think I saw someone do that. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it where they, they take a like a rail. It's like a rail buggy frame that's mm-hmm. made for that, and they put the engine in the middle, and it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah, um, Mike Bryan says, Hank, if you did a highly produced video car review for a big wheel, that'll be hilarious. <laughs> Armament Nexus, a reverse big wheel donk. i think look i know you guys i think we can we can't okay we can't buy a humvee we can't buy a hummer h2 can we buy a big wheel can i get between the two of you guys that can build stuff can we can we can we do something with a big wheel can we make a big wheel with like 23s on it or something no whatever the size wheels those rims are these drift trikes that guys are making oh those are cool they're cool i can i'd be down with that yes that's cool. Yes, yeah. I like those. I think Walter, when you guys had the um, when you, when you had the Christmas parade, didn't we see some out there? Yeah, the Shriners were out there with their with their those things. Yeah, those would be cool. I'm that'd down with fun. one of those. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, can you drive those? Are those road legal? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Damn. Well, um, you know, a lot of stuff can be road legal in Florida. Uh, Florida's tough, man. Florida is really? tough. Out in, let me ask this: Out in Utah, uh, do they do they tag side by sides? Yeah, uh, yeah, you can't drive them on interstates. Uh, they have, you know, there's certain rules of that, but they have secondary to have, roads. You can drive them on. Yeah, DOT approved tires, uh, turn signals warning. Right, kind of. right. Mm. Yeah. Florida, Florida. I saw one that was tagged in Florida, but it's it's not something you see all the time. They don't they don't do it. Yeah, well, because you could tag sandrail. How do what's the sandrails rules in Utah then? Because in Florida you can build a sandrail. Oh, you can and build you can a rail. And you can do that here, yes, yes. But when I think in side by sides, I'm talking about like the Polarises and things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think a sandrail would have to fall into the same category. It'd still have to have, you know, there's there's rules they've got here about mud flaps and they have to cover a certain amount of tire and fender flares, and so it kind of falls into that category too. Wouldn't be oh, worth okay. It. Okay. What's the craziest car that you've built, Tim? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, you guys are all practical with the, with building up Jeeps. I've seen, I saw some crazy Jeeps over there when I was I'll out there. The, the funnest vehicle, and I miss it to this day, it was a 57 Chevy, you know, dual quad, tunnel ram. Uh, it was just badass. That's a hot <laughs> rod, though, more than well, that. And this new one I'm going to build, all right, that this is going to be probably one of my favorites. Uh, it's a 67 Commando, and I'm going to not only LS swap it, but I got all kinds of. Oh wait, you're putting an LS in that commando? Oh yeah, yeah. And the folks at Holly, uh, I'm gonna, I'm getting with them and uh, get a whole bunch of go fast goodies for it. So now on the yeah. on the LS engines like that, you go, you're going to a carburetor or you stay in a fuel injected? Just yeah, fully injected. Oh, okay, okay. Hmm. So are you? Uh, so I know you said you're putting all the parts together for that, right? 
Yeah. Then and then what space of time are you going to do the final build of that? <laughs> like, is it going to is it a thing that's going to be like a week, a couple of weeks? How? Oh, no, no, unfortunately, it's going to take a while. So, for example, the, just the axles alone, um, I've got to cut all the brackets off of it. And, and part of it is a, part of the casting of the center. They came out of a 2006 Ford Super Duty, like a one ton truck, if you can imagine. Yeah, they're, they're massive, but I have to cut all kinds of stuff off of them. And then there's a company that's actually here in Utah now, Artec, and they make a truss kit for these that you weld onto it. And so it'll handle, you can, you know, you can jump it and stuff like that. And it keeps the tubes from bending, but it also has uh, integrated into that, um, the mounts for track bars. So I'm going to four link it on the front and the rear. Um, and I still got to build these axles. Uh, you know, I've got the ring and pinions for them. I've got to get the lockers and then I'm ready to go to town on them. But it, mm. it's going to be, it's, it's going to be the better part of a year. I'll bet. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. That'll be fun. I, I want to make the sand dunes my personal roller coaster. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. What, so, what is the final? Like, what's the uh, the mission for that particular vehicle when it's built? It's going to be about as all purpose as they get. Because first of all, I want it to be my daily driver, so it has to be completely functional on the road. Um, but I want to be able to do some really hardcore rock crawling in it, like maybe out of a scale of ten. They have a one to ten scale on the rock crawling trails, the difficulty level. And I want to be able to do at least an eight. All right. So it's got to be very capable and, and, and strong to handle all that without breaking axles and things like that. Yeah. So but that's I'll, a lot of articulation and everything, right? Correct. Yeah. A lot yeah. of articulation. How, how does that square with practical everyday driver? That'd <laughs> yeah, it, it <laughs> <laughs> be a nice ride. It'll be, um, I'm estimating about 450 to 475 horse. So I'm getting up and go pretty good. Okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. It's fun in the sand. I mean, you can, you know, either launch it off a sand dune or climb sand hills that nobody else can. Mm -hmm. It's a blast. Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. I'm looking forward to it. I thought you were just going to like kind of restore that back to original. I didn't know. So you've just been playing around with that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Before you do, before you get to work on it. Yeah, it's, okay. it's about ready to go under the knife, but I'm still going to drive it while I build the chassis and and uh, axles and everything, the suspension. That way, I can just swap the body over when I'm ready and still enjoy it in the meantime. And I'm finding out how much of a purist I really am. I didn't think I was a purist at all, <laughs> but you know the the newer 2000 and up Jeeps, the four doors, the JKs they call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went ahead and bought a frame and suspension from one of those because it just made sense. I'm not a fabricator and they're already way strong. They're a really well-built frame and super strong. So I'll set the body on that. And I've already got the strength issue taken care of right there. So are those frames expensive? Uh, I picked this one up with suspension for about a thousand, right around a thousand bucks. Oh, out of a wreck or something or a total? Yeah. Yeah, and that's got a. It was a flood vehicle, so probably been in the south somewhere. I don't know, but yeah, um, the flood line was about with a four-inch lift. It was about halfway up the door, so it was pretty deep wherever it was. Yeah, that okay. don't hurt. That doesn't hurt the metal. It don't. Yeah. No, it's all good. It's really yeah. solid. So yeah. oh, cool. Yeah. No, yeah. that's cool, man. That's cool. I mean, yeah. you know. I, I'm not sure what those kinds of things come out to, but that's the thing. Like I know here, living here, I see guys driving around these trucks that look like Bigfoot trucks. <laughs> and those things are expensive. People don't realize those things cost more than your average Mercedes, BMW, yeah, or what yeah. have you. Some of those things are over $100,000. Isn't that crazy? 
Yeah. 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 You know, and then when we went to Walt didn't go this year, but Walt's seen it at SEMA show and, and you were there this year because we did some videos together. <laughs> there were truck there were trucks out there at SEMA show that are well over two hundred. Isn't that crazy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. You know, I I like all the apocalyptic looking ones. <laughs> So uh, Simpson Road Larry wants to know what year the commando is. Also, if people want to see these vehicles, they can follow you on uh, what is it, Tim at Novak Conversions on IG? It's on Instagram, yeah, it's Tim, uh, Tim Novak Jeep Conversions. Okay, yeah. Uh, it just came out in a magazine the other day. It was pretty cool. The Reader's Rigs on JP Magazine put me in there. Kinda oh, cool. sweet. Oh, congratulations. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So you got that magazine like posted over there in the office or? Uh, yeah, but I got people sending me extra copies in. So I can't. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. That's cool. Yeah. No, that's always nice when you get up in the magazines. But what year is the commando? 67. Here's a. Oh, let's see. Hold on. Let me lock it in on you right there. Bam. Pretty cool picture. Very we did. nice. Very and nice. A company called Crawl Zone come out with us and do a photo shoot in Southern mm-hmm. Utah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like, you know, I like all those. Things. I like all kinds of cars, man. I think that like, you know, everything that I like always winds up being really expensive and I can never, <laughs> I'm always buying guns and stuff like that, that I really shouldn't have, you know, uh, always getting things that you shouldn't really have, but you know what? You're living in this world one time. You got to try to enjoy it. Take care of your family. Make sure you feed the kids first. And they get some kind of education. Make sure they get some gruel. <laughs> yeah. God digs here to not be happy and have fun. Yeah. Make sure the wife's happy. Very important. Yeah, but you don't want to take it to where you're stressed out all the fucking time. So no, you're no, no, no. Definitely trying to pay for shit. You know, that's not. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah. Do everything within reason. Yeah. Do everything yeah. within reason. No, no point in having stuff and then losing it or whatever. But <laughs> no, yeah. no, I would rather have it and lose it than to never have had when it. When that out. when that black tow truck backs up to it with no name on the side, <laughs> it gone. It gone, hoss. It gone. Yeah. <laughs> Learn how to hide. <laughs> you know what I saw? They always find these fellas. <laughs> you know what man. I saw? I'm trying to remember where I saw this. I think it was was it a Lamborghini or a Ferrari that they found buried. They found this car buried somewhere. I've got to look that up. Uh, I think so. There was this car and they were like, huh? Somebody's backyard? Yeah, I think these people, like, I think they reported it stolen. Yeah. But they really buried it because they didn't, <laughs> yeah. want, they didn't want to give it up. So imagine all the time it takes for you to, like, dig this hole, drive this car down into the hole, dig it, bury it in, you know. That's crazy. So, yeah. yeah. Most people just go, okay, fine. Take it. Have a nice day. Yeah. But some people go to the, they're like, nobody could have this burying it. Eventually it's got to come out. You yeah. Know, it's at a some car point it will come out. Yeah. Someone yeah. found it. Someone found it's it. It's like eventually. they find these stolen cars after 40 years. Eventually someone tries to tag it or register or do something. And yeah, it, it is. It's a Ferrari. It was a 1974 Dino 246 GTS in somebody's yeah. here in Los Angeles. Uh, yeah. <laughs> somebody was like, you're not getting this car back ever. Yes, man. They're the stupidest criminals, right? It's yeah. kind of like burying guns. What the hell good is used if you bury it? <laughs> I mean, you can bury it. It's, it's lots of use to someone who finds it 50 years from now. Yeah, you can stash one just in case. But, you know, if you bury all your guns, really? Really? How are you going to, if you need it, how are you going to use it? 
I don't know. I think the whole idea behind burying is for people who believe that at some point the government's going to roll up on us and take the guns from us. And look, we could say you could say all the shit you want to, but more than likely when the government rolls up on you, it's just going to be you. There's not going to be all these other gun guys standing behind you going, there's no way from our cold dead hands. It's just going to be you. (laughs) And you have to decide if them taking these guns from you is worth you and then your immediate family members dying over. No, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why dudes are out there burying stuff. Yeah. Um, And then they forget about it. Yeah. Then they forget about it. They pass on, pass away. And then sometime in the future, someone goes, when those little metal. Do you guys ever have one of those metal detectors? I always think about that. My dad's got one. I yeah. thought about getting one, but I'm, I haven't. But I'll tell you what, I had a neighbor. We moved just shy two years ago, and a neighbor of mine in this small town we lived in, uh, he's convinced that the government's coming. You know, he's got multiple safes in his house. And so he's already got 55-gallon drums set aside that he can go take them up in the mountains and bury all his guns when they come looking for him. Yeah, you better get that work done now. Right. <laughs> you better get it done before it's too late, you know. But yeah, someone will roll up behind you. That's what I worry about. It's like, yeah, you're out there digging, you know. And one of the neighbors is like, that. yeah, let me let me just um, mark down this geolocation spot right here. <laughs> you know, let you nicely pat the ground down and then drive away. It's like, oh, digging this up. So, Yeah, that's the pharaohs in Egypt, how that worked. Yeah, exactly. Most of those all got dug up and robbed, yeah. Yeah. No, I personally have it. I'm not burying anything. I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight for our gun rights. For mine, yours, everyone else out there. Well, you know, That's it's the, the same people who want to take away guns want to take away those big trucks and Jeeps and, yeah. and using any road off off the road road. You know, you can't go off on the on the government land. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, everything is sealed up and. You know, yeah. what good is it to have all this property if you they, can't use it? They yeah. want to tell us a lot of stuff. They yeah, want they're to worried you're going to run over the darter snake or whatever the hell it is. I got news for you. Those turtles and snakes, they adapt and overcome. And, you know, it's like they, back in the 80s or whatever it was, the 70s, when they're that people were hanging out in the trees, they wouldn't cut them down. They found yeah. out later on that the endangered birds didn't live in those big trees. They lived in, this, in the short young forest. So that was, that was all just a scam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Armament and Axis says, how many times will it take before the rest of us band together, Hank, to say no? I don't know. I don't know what it is. At some point, people well, will have to band together. I mean, that's what we were talking about with the sheriffs in some places yeah. that are saying, yeah. no, we're not going to, we don't care what laws you put into effect. We're not taking stuff from people. But one yeah. person can't do this on their own. Yeah. Well, like I that's said, the though, they want, they want a lot more than just your, uh, of your, just your, uh, just your guns. So, yeah, there's a lot of things. I think they what they ultimately this is not a fight for anything that's property. Really, what they want is your mind. I want your freedom. Yeah. When they well, when they get your mind, they have everything down. It's like the elephant, you know, the thing that they said they would train the oh. elephant. <laughs> Speaking of the elephant, did you see the video of the guy that was whipping the elephant to make him sit down and the elephant sat on him and killed him? No, <laughs> I believe it, it. it was in India. This guy is whipping this elephant like to sit down so he can wash it or something. Mm-hmm. And the elephants just went, fuck you. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> and crushed um, the guy. They, it, I mean, crushed his skull. Oh, I believe he, it. Yeah. He was like dead. a grape. <laughs> and then, and then, then the other guy runs up 
to try to get them off. And the elephant's like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> you know? And then finally the elephant did get up, but you know, Haji was already like smashed. So there was yeah. no, uh... let me tell you something. <laughs> None of these animals, I don't believe we should have zoos. I think zoos are bullshit. Elephants are smart animals. Yes, they they're are. one of the smartest ones out there. And, you know, and they're very, uh, you know, I'd say family oriented and all that stuff. And they remember shit like that. You know, if you abuse them, guess what? Eventually they're going to, you know, it's like the, what was I seeing? The guy was whipping a dog or something someplace and the dog turned around and bit him right in the nuts. Uh, <laughs> where, where was that? I can't yeah. remember where that was. Someplace I would rather be sat on by an elephant than to be bitten in nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys. <laughs> what was that? that was, was that a dog? Washed by an elephant or bitten in the nuts? Which one did, did you, you have to the, choose one? You see about the, the dude in uh, the Czech Republic that had pet lions? And I believe they, it. They found him dead in the cage. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> yeah. One day that lion was like, and then they here. had, to, then they had to shoot. They shot both the lions to get his body out. Yeah, so. um, you you know what? You see that all the time uh, around the country, but you see it in places like New York City as well. You see oh, it in big cities. People have a tiger in their apartment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you see it like here in Florida. I've seen there's some people that uh, work in the circus. And they're retired and they live around here and they have lions and stuff like that on their property. No way, man. No way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want no pet that can eat me. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah. Some kid climbs. You remember like, you know, kids when they're uh, when they're young, they think they, it's an adventure. Let's climb over the fence and go over here. Yeah. Oh, shit, lion. <laughs> or you got a damn, you got a python that can kill you and choke you out. No, I yeah. don't know. Uh -uh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Make that into that. a belt or some boots. Yeah. Not, uh, people do that in New York City a lot as well. Yeah, they're. Yeah, well, that's look who gave us uh, this uh, Casio, whatever the hell is New York City, right? Yeah. Um, I don't think I listen. Here's what I think about all these animals. They need like reservations or safaris or something someplace. Um, if they're around us, we need to get rid of them. Yeah, they have that place, but we don't need zoos. Zoos are completely useless. You go to the zoo, you don't even see the animals. Oh well, you ever notice that you go to a zoo, you're like, "Where are the animals? They are sleeping." <laughs> That's what animals do, you know. Do you remember? Do you remember zoos with cages? Are yeah. you that? Are you, can you remember that? And yeah. The place where you went, and there was actually a cage, and there's the lion sitting in a cage. You know, it's like yeah, so that you could see him. Yeah, they, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I remember I used to live close to the Bronx Zoo yeah. and um, I used to go over there and I got so sick of that place because I never went to the Bronx Zoo and saw any of the freaking animals. <laughs> they were always hiding off in their little, they had caves for them. They don't come out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you're like, I'm just walking through an empty ass zoo. Might as well be a park. <laughs> you know, so it's it, those are total waste of time. OK, um. Our minute access says a guy in my hometown had a cougar slash mountain lion oh. for a pet. It died from some bad meat. He fed it. Nope. There's no reason for anybody to have an animal that can as a pet that can eat you. Uh. Oh, that's that's cruel. That's cruelty. Simpson Road Larry says, buddy of mine years ago had a mountain lion. He was always tore up. He finally had to get rid of it. No, he was tore up. Yes, it's a mountain lion. I mean, I see people that have like bobcats. You know how wick how 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 ferocious a bobcat is that's just crazy oh yeah, yeah no way you, you guys know what an ocelot is right yeah yeah ocelot yeah, yeah. Um, when, I was a kid, 
My stepdad took me to, he used to always take me to play pool, you know, and he was really good. We were at this pool hall in LA and this guy walks in with an ocelot on a chain, not a leash, but a chain and all these big bad dudes like (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Was it, did it Mike Tyson keep a, what was it Mike Tyson kept a lion? Oh no, man. Yeah. I think Mike Tyson had a lion. He's nuts too. Yeah. He was, he was a savage. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. I mean, because I was here, I was listening to this story of all these comedians that went up to his house in in Hollywood and they were in a limo. And he was just standing there with like just some short, like literally bo- uh, briefs on. Yeah. OK, naked, everything else and a freaking lion. And he's like, <laughs> come out of the car, you idiots. <laughs> oh, you guys. <laughs> it's no big deal. Why are you scared? <laughs> and those guys are like, screw you. We're not ready to die. <laughs> you look at, you know, somebody says in the chat, a tiger. You look at that tiger the wrong way. Next thing you know, he's, he, he, his, his face is on your, uh, yeah. his jaws are on your face. You know, it's right. Like, no. I think, okay. Night Train says Mike Tyson had white tigers. Oh my God. Oh, so did uh, the guys, the dudes. That's that worse. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, he eats ears too, so. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. If you wonder how he learned, like, why would Mike Tyson bite try to eat someone, bite someone's ear off? Oh. Um, he had tigers. Damn it, that's <laughs> that's how they control each other, right? By yeah. the ear, yeah, domination like that. Yeah, probably. yeah. I remember I had a big pit bull mastiff, oh, and wow. you know, pit bulls, pit bulls, they they have the the jaw locks, right? And so yeah. this was a pit bull mastiff, so his jaw extra locked. But I had him from when he was a little baby. And the only thing like like with those kind of dogs, you know, the there's there's only certain things that are going to affect them. Like everything. Th- this dog was cog diesel. He you know, he wasn't afraid of anything, but he didn't like his ear getting pulled. So if he ever got out of line, I just gave him a little nudge on his ears, you know. But, yeah, those things, if they if they lock down on you, you're done for. Because even if you even if you shoot that dog. He's gonna be dead with your bone locked on <laughs> oh, <laughs> in <God>. his jaw. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Um, Hillbilly Nitro says R. Kelly has a cage uh, in his basement. Uh, he probably got more of that in his basement. Yeah. Gun Doctor TV says we have three. Huh? I don't think it's for for animals though, is it? Yeah. Uh, that R. Kelly. Okay, is that is that actually is that news that's coming out? Because I know R. Kelly was arrested and then released, and yeah. then he was on um, he was on one of these news shows, crying and getting mad and carrying on. I don't know if you guys saw that. No, I didn't yeah, see that. Yeah. Morning. Yeah. What's Oprah's? You know, Oprah's little girlfriend. What's her name? Like, I forgot what her name is. Oh, you know, what's that chick that Oprah? They were like, suppose you know, they were very close. Uh, she's on the news now. She's on like CBS or something. So she, yeah, she um she interviewed R. Kelly, but he got mad. He got mad. He started like he got up and he kicked the chair out of the way and started screaming <laughs> and shouting and crying. Don't ever scream, shout, cry at the same time. <laughs> you know that's definitely guilty. Man, he's pulling a Clinton on everybody, huh? Yeah, he's crying and yeah. Yeah, uh, Red they're calling Jesse Smollett on everybody, great. right? <laughs> Gail King, Gail King, that's who it uh, is. Jesse Smollett, you know, the crying and all yeah. upset and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I was looking at it at someone when 
she was saying, because the people, the news people, when she was playing it back, they were like, oh, my God, we were so afraid for you. We were so scared that he was going to do something to you. And she was like, oh, I was I was never afraid that he was going to do anything to me. I was just worried that I might accidentally get hit. <laughs> accidentally get hit. R. Kelly is a big man. <laughs> How many women has he accidentally hit? I don't know, but R. Kelly is a big dude. And when this happened, she had no security. Because I was like, oh, where's security to come? Because he literally got up and then one of his own people came in there and calmed him down. And I was like, this is the problem with people. They don't think that they have to think about this. No one thinks that they need security until they're getting their ass whooped. Yeah, ain't gonna. Can you imagine that if R. Kelly really snapped you know, and forgot like he was on TV being interviewed and he thought this was one of the chicks that he's been enslaving. <laughs> he, you know, and he just started going in on this chick. There was no one there. There will be no one there to save her. No kind of, you know, she could have at least had like a little Derringer or something. Oh, Derringer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah one no. of these. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah, that's something we got to talk about here. Yeah. Some little, some little, little nice little guns. Nice little small ones. Yeah. Yeah. Walter's got some. Speaking of which, um, by the way, people, we have released the Stinger Liberator video. It is on Hank Strange, the yeah. YouTube channel. Hank Strange. You guys could check it out. Um, do you know that there's no, Lola was looking, there's no videos of this gun. At all? Nope, we're the first ones to put up a video, according wow. to Lola. Well, get up out there and look at it, folks. Yeah, so you guys need to go look at it, and you need to thank Walter Keller for uh, bringing this crazy-ass gun. Did you see the um, – I'm going to change the subject. When I did that, I thought about it. You see the uh, the guy that was, that's got, like, terminal cancer of some sort, and uh, he was asking if Trump – he could talk to Trump. And I Trump heard about got, that. Trump got wind of it, and he called him, and there's a whole – they talk yeah. back and forth. Whereas a picture of him, his sister, this guy's sister is like a dim, a dim councilwoman in the city they live in. Mm-hmm. But everybody got along and they did their thing. But he's like, took his picture with his sister sitting in bed and he does this like peace sign, but he goes this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh my God, he's flipping everybody. In England, this is flipping people off. So. Yeah, yeah. In America, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's really supposed to be this for the yeah, peace this is the sign. peace sign, not this not is the this. American peace sign. Yeah, this one. If you're in England, we do have people who watch and listen to us in England. <laughs> this one is the bird. Yeah, according to the bird. Well, like they did in the old days, they cut these guys, the archers. They cut the archers' two fingers off. Mm-hmm. So this is like, hey, I got my finger still. Yeah, and by the way, when I lived in Nigeria, this one is the bird in Nigeria. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> it looks like this a is, bird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They would say like waka. They should. You should never teach me any of these things. So the first thing I learned as a little kid yeah. in what Nigeria not to do? is the curse words. Yeah, it's this because because there were all these little kids that they would do, and I was like, what? What the hell does this mean? Yeah. So then I found out it's a bad, and I would just do that to everyone. <laughs> Why is it when we we always remember the dirty jokes, the bad words in another foreign language, and the bad gestures in another country? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because that's the most awesome stuff. Well, I, I go to England and I, you know, I'm flipping my hands around. And they go like two, and they go put those fingers away. Yeah, and they do two like this. This yeah. is two in England. That's like saying I just want one burger. Yeah, or, yeah, or like oh, my really? son does when he pushes his glasses up. It goes like this. It's like, and he was doing it not even thinking about it. 
Uh, hey Spencer, man, what are you doing? Flipping me off? It's like, I'm pretty sure Spencer is doing that deliberately now. Yeah, now he does. Yeah, <laughs> I am pretty sure, pretty sure that Spencer is doing that deliberately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's yes, Tim. That's the first thing you learn as a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the first thing you learn as a kid. All the curse words. Um, like for example, like with my kids, Lola did never want me cursing around them. Guess what? Those boys still learned all the curse words. Imagine that. Because they go to this place called school. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they're on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so worse. yeah. Every now and then I hear them playing video games and man, those, they, they curse like drunk like, sailors. Like <laughs> <laughs> When they're uh, playing the video games. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, Dr. F said, Mike Tyson, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. That's a quote from Mike Tyson. Mm. Yeah, you were talking about cancer. Is Doesn't Alex Trebek have cancer, man? That's Yeah, that's what, pancreatic stuff, yeah. Oh, man. That's a death sentence, isn't it? Pancreatic? Yeah, that's terrible. Dang, that's horrible. Yeah, what, what is up with the technology today, man? Why are we still... Because we know, don't know everything we think we know, so that's yeah. what... Yeah. Yeah. But that sucks, man, for him. And it's stage four, I think, I saw. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, wow. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, that's pretty That's pretty horrible. Okay, you know what? We haven't talked about this gun control thing yet. We, we need to get into this. Let me see if I could find it here. Where is it? Okay, here's the article. I'm going to throw this up for everyone. This is the article that we meant to talk about here. It wasn't my fault. We got sidetracked by Tim. <laughs> Tim sidetracked us. I can do a pretty good job of it, too. No. First time somebody said that, you know? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so here's the article. that. So if anyone's wondering why the title, you know, about the pearls. So, um, so this is a CNN thing. CNN says, why were these men wearing pearls at a gun control hearing? Question mark. And let's see, a decision by a group of male Republican New Hampshire lawmakers to wear pearls during a hearing on gun control legislation sparked accusations that they were being sexist and insensitive to the mothers of those killed in shootings. State conservatives, however, say the lawmakers were supporting women's rights to arm themselves for defense. Controversy began Tuesday afternoon during a debate over a bill that would restrict access to firearms and people deemed to pose an immediate risk to themselves or others. Red flag laws. Uh, bullshit. Uh, photos posted on social media showed several male Republicans wearing pearls during the hearing. Um, Shannon Watts, the evil founder of Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense in whatever the crap that is stop making fun of us yeah um <laughs> so she says she accused the lawmakers of mocking her group stop mocking us please yeah. stop yeah but the president of women's defense league a new hampshire gun rights group that focuses on training and educating women on practical self-defense skills disputed the accusation saying the pearls were worn in support of their group these men are this is a quote these men are supporting women and supporting women who support actual women's rights because, you know, the Second Amendment's for everyone and women can benefit from this. OK. Uh, you know, the great equalizer. Remember that? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, 
They are the furthest thing from sexist. And there was a woman lawmaker wearing them too. Uh, that that was conveniently left out. Kimberly uh, Morin, the president of Women's Defense League, told CNN on Wednesday. What do you guys think about all that? Well, first thing, that whole thing about the pearls and mocking us is all a bunch of schoolyard crap. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I don't know what happened with that. Yeah. That's just, that's just, it, it gets so, everybody's like, oh, you're making fun of us. You're making fun of, grow up. So men wearing pearls, that's me. Like, I don't understand this. You know, men can identify as women. <laughs> women can identify as men. But it's not even you about do, you that. You can do all this craziness or whatever. But if you're a guy and you put on pearls, you're mocking them because you put on these pearls. However, however, at the State of the Union, what were they mocking when they all went up there in white dresses? What was that about? Oh, I don't know. Lots of said you know, people said it could have been the Klan. Yeah, can we <laughs> can we be offended by that? Uh, I don't take any offense to any of no, that. No, I'm not. No, but what I'm saying to yeah. you is, how come these guys they're allowed to do that, and then these guys putting on pearls? Why is, they're dudes and well, they put on pearls? So you what? answered your own question. Look who's complaining. Yeah, you complain about everything. You know. Yeah. So yeah, you expect That's, that. Yeah, I, I think that um, I don't think there's anything wrong with them putting on the pearls. Um, everyone has their own meanings and you can't create the meaning of something to someone. Right. That's on the person. Oh, why are you doing this? Oh, just whatever. Right. We all go through that with we go through that with logos and this thing and that thing. Everyone's like, oh, this means something bad. OK, maybe that's what you think it means. Right. But that's subjective. That's what it means to you. To this other person, it doesn't mean something bad. Or maybe it does, but what does it matter? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't yeah, know. It's so. just everybody's so sensitive. I'm oh, everybody's oversensitive. You know. Yeah, Brian Quick says he takes offense to holster companies that don't make left-handed holsters. <laughs> don't be so damn sensitive, okay? I'm yeah. lefty too. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll it. wear some pearls for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah here's a here's a trick get some panties this is why we tell everyone to get your big girl panties on if you get panties you can convert them into a left-handed holster <laughs> we'll make a video on it <laughs> uh, you do that one i'm not doing that one uh, uh you never know it might go viral well who's a big girl doing the making them uh i don't know uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. So anyway, I think that whole thing, it's, it's a little bit crazy, but you know, there, anything that people on our side do, anything we do is going to be, people are going to take it. They're going to be offended by it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I remember I went somewhere, I think I went to Google headquarters one time. I had a meeting um, with YouTube and uh, I had AK carved into the side. You know, I remember I used to do a bunch of things. I need yeah. to get back to doing yeah. that. But um, so I had an AK and I think I had an AK on this side of my head. And then on this side, it said, vote guns. Vote Did for scare guns. Them? Were they scared? Yeah, they were mad. The security people <laughs> on the thing were mad at me. They were like, oh, so the, the lady, one lady sees it over here and AK. She was like, oh, no, no, no. Then she goes around to the other side of my head and says, vote for guns. She was like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and I was like, yes, 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 woman. Uh-huh. And then but you should have looked at her and went. Looked at her chest. Oh, no, no, no. Turn around, looked at her butt. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Be offended. <laughs> Highly offended. What is the difference? Yeah, I know. She's looking at your looks, right? Yeah. 
What is the difference? Yeah, I yeah, people can do what they want to do as long as they're not like physically attacking. Yeah, right, right. I mean, someone. you know, that that yeah. is you were a guest of theirs, right? Yeah, the everyone out there, the 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 people that want it, the gun grabbers do have things that they wear that they're attacking us, and those of us who are pro gun, we do things that go like screw you. <laughs> Well, right. Yeah. Remember Mullen Lobby? It's like I said, it's gotten so childish. Yeah. You know? So it really, yeah, it really doesn't matter. Um, okay. So that's one thing, but everyone was getting in on that. Camila Harris, all those people, of course, all yeah, the people all... running for, for, from, uh, from now till the election, it's going to be one big, they're all going to be one big circle jerk. Yeah. They're all going to be running around trying to get the most media attention, saying the most outlandish things. Um, and yeah. Yeah. So now, speaking of media attention, I'm going to throw this up here. Oh, um, this is an article I wanted to talk about. The whole New York, uh, New York Times. Remember, they came out and they said that everything Trump's saying about the border is BS. <laughs> so um, here's this article. Nolte. New York Times says border at breaking point one month after fact check claimed no emergency. So um, one month after claiming there's no emergency at the border, the far left New York Times now concedes the border is at a breaking point. (laughs) In real time, as President Trump gave his State of the Union speech last month, the Times branded the president a liar. Liar, liar, pants on fire over his claim that there is an insurgent national uh, urgent. Excuse me. I don't know why I said insurgent. Same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing. An urgent national crisis at our border. This is false, the Times told its readers, using a non sequitur about the individuals attempting to cross the border, while admitting at the bottom of the fact check that a record number of families have tried to cross the border in recent months. At the time, this phony fact check was widely ridiculed for for its absurd attempt to hide the fact that a record number of families... uh, Stressing the resources of our southern border does not somehow constitute a legitimate crisis. And now, almost exactly a month later, this very same Times is reporting our border is at a breaking point. The number of migrant families crossing the southwest border has gone once uh, uh, has once again broken records with an author, with unauthorized entries nearly doubling what they were a year ago, suggesting okay. that the Trump administration's aggressive policies have not discouraged new migration to the United States. The Times reports more than seventy six thousand migrants crossed the border without authorization in February. Okay, first thing, there's this, you use this word that's probably not describing most of them, families. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's probably not, it's not all families. You'll probably find if you actually run the numbers. Um, they might claim to be family members, but uh, they're probably not all families. Um, a lot of mm-hmm. single men, so, mm-hmm. which is typical. But it's, yeah. it, but it's evident, see, it's undeniable now, right? Well, because, but, he, mm-hmm. it, it, okay, for example, here, if I said to you in a month, you cannot get any more gasoline. What are you going to do? You're going to buy as much gasoline as no matter, matter if you can afford it or not. You're going to buy as much as you can. Well, somebody said they're going to close the border off. So what are you going to do? Let's go for it. <laughs> this might be our last chance. Well, that's what you get. Also, these countries around the world are in, uh, are in horrible shape. And, uh, you know, all these countries, they're socialists. They're doing all this horrible stuff to their people. Mismanagement of the government, corruption, you know. Okay. All that okay. stuff is going on, so people are running. There's a lot of stuff happening. That's been going on, though, for a long yeah, that time. that has nothing that's, to do with anything. Yeah, ultimately, not. I think people want the – the. ultimately, 
more people want the border secure. There, you know, why is it, this is kind of weird timing, right? Because um, in Congress, they want to overturn um, the state of emergency that Trump declared to put up the, the border wall. Yeah. They want to overturn that, including Republicans um, doing that, right? I guess, yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, I see DACS Jesse James says, what's up, Hank Strange? Is that our Jesse James? I don't know. The original Jesse James? Yeah. Is that, you're going to have to tell us, DACS Jesse James, if if that's you, if that's the Jesse James we know. Um. Yeah. So it's isn't that it's a little weird, right? The timing of it because they they're getting ready to make it where Trump can't veto it, and then he actually on actually so what's, what's up now? Maybe maybe Democrats are gonna try to flip heard, that. And use I heard it. him talking about it today. He can shut immigration down anytime he wants. Because mm-hmm. he already when you when they when they shut the travel thing down and that that went to the Supreme Court and they said he could do it. So he could do it right now if he wants. Just turn all of it off, everywhere from everywhere, every direction. Yeah. You know, so and, and I see there's people that are saying that they're not happy with Trump and stuff like that. I'm not happy either. I'm just trying to, you know, um, we're looking at stuff that's factual and actually happening. So you All have right. to think about it. Here's what I think. I think Democrats realize that this is going to be a huge problem. And the reason why the New York Times is flip flopping on this uh-huh. is because it's about to become undeniable that this is a problem in America. Once again, you get all these people dying of all these drugs of fentanyl and all this stuff. And where is it coming from? Most of it's yeah. coming across the southern border. Right. Right. So you're all concerned about that, I guess. But you're not mm-hmm. you don't want to stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, though, this is like I think this issue is about to go really big and they can't deny it. So these are tea leaves that they're going to uh, try to flip this whole thing. But I don't know. It's, it, you know, we're probably uh, looking uh, at where this, this is going to be the thing that's going to bring them down in 2020. Right. Uh, bring the Dems down. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Why? One of the things Trump was elected on was immigration. Yeah. Period. So um, they're going to keep playing this game. And again, it's going to be the same thing again. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, yeah. Well, and also, we, did you? I saw in Fox. I can't find the story now, but there's been an outbreak of measles at one of the one of the uh, the ice facilities where they store these people. Imagine that. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> yeah. Diseases. Hmm. Ah, that's another story that doesn't get reported either. All the crap these people are carrying in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and some of the Dems out there that are running and have announced recently they're running for president in 2020 are saying that the number one uh, problem facing America right now is what? <laughs> Climate change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always a buzzword. Remember back in the 80s when it was uh, acid rain? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's always been something. I saw a picture on Facebook recently on one of the military vehicle boards where, like, in 1950 or early 50s, this ginormous snowstorm in Pittsburgh, they actually used tanks to pull people out of the snow. It was so <laughs> thick. I had climate change back then? I don't know. know. Yeah. Well, obviously the climate fluctuates, man. Oh, hello. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I mean, if we look at it, if we look at it over time. Greenland is called Green. Why is Greenland called Greenland? Um, I'm assuming because at one time when the Vikings lived in Greenland, it was green. Go ahead, green. Right. And then what happened was the climate changed and the Vikings got stranded and it killed them all. Mm -hmm. That's what the story goes. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Listen, 
obviously, <laughs> obviously, industry, um, you know, the industrial revolution that we had 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 some kind of effect on things. But a lot of that stuff, so far as America, right. so far as America, a lot of that's been cleaned up. Long the, big time thing, ago. the big thing that we're fighting against is all the other countries that aren't going to do shit about it. Um, the earth doesn't care whether you do whatever you do to it. It's going to the cycle's going to continue. My suburban is not going to cause the climate to change. The, the ginormous monster truck is not going to cause the climate to change. When the earth decides to change, we'll all just go for a ride if we're lucky yeah. and survive. Yeah, but according <laughs> to Bill Gates, it's the cow farts anyway. Ask the people who live there in Mount St. Mount St. Helens how that works. Yeah. They'll tell you. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't clunk. It wasn't because they're driving a big car. Um, um, yeah. Hillbilly anyway, Nitro says Florida's supposed to be underwater right now. Well, but like I like I say, back in the seventies when I was a youngster, we were supposed to be out of oil by like the nineteen late 1980s something like that yeah uh what happened yeah uh, and well uh what's his name what's the name of the guy that did the inconvenient truth oh uh, gore gore yeah gore is living exactly where he said would be underwater at yeah. that time well you know also tipper was against rock music too so and to kind of find out tipper is actually kind of a cuckoo 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 for yeah. real but gore so. threw over tipper gore a long time ago yeah i know but yeah he went on. He stole the uh, what's his name's uh, wife. I forgot what her name yeah, was. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Um, well, because she was cuckoo for yeah, real. He likes to look crazy women. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's all yeah, but you know, so the thing the the thing is, is that you know, like I said, see, Walter says it's cow. Uh, Len Holt says Walter, it's cow farts. That's what Bill Gates said. I saw that recently. <laughs> he was on CNN, look, look, and he this. said that the big thing that we have to go up against is cow farts. And it's the fault of all the people eating meat. You got to stop eating. Meat. You got to eat vegetarian cows from now on. I, I want to go to the Gates household and look in his freezer. That's all. <laughs> you might you might find some uh, some. I guarantee. I want to go to Microsoft and look <laughs> at the employees' freezer there. I guarantee you, there's some meat in that freezer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of uh, some sort. Yeah. Listen, they're gonna take anything they can. Oh, we can't have these cows. Yeah. Okay. So get rid of all the cows, then what? You know, yeah. you know what? Then all these people, you, people have to stop farting. Yeah, good you luck. Know? Which I don't see why. Look, uh, if we've got I, cows, I, why, why don't we put some uh, something that captures the methane on the cow butt? Oh, God. And turn that into power. That we could power. Maybe some. they can be handled by the zombies at the border, too. Yes, yes. <laughs> Tim, I don't Tim doesn't know about this. So Tim, I came up with this genius thing. No one wants to give me credit for it. But you will see we will have to use this on the borders. My idea is that we get crisis actors. You know, we get we get uh actors out there to dress up like zombies, put them on the border, and when people are trying to come across the border and they see the zombies and there's a zombie apocalypse going on in America, they will turn back. That's you gonna. Are, you uh, are a freaking genius. That's gonna scare uh, the the Gonzalez brothers back to the other side. Yeah. So you like this idea, right, Tim? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. See, Tim thinks this could work. At some point, America has to listen to me and pretend there's a pretend there's a zombie. Just have it. You can have big screens out there, and you can blare it. You know, zombie apocalypse currently on the way in America. Buy a T-shirt. Yeah, and then you have the zombies like, uh, go, and then they're gonna go. Oh no, we'll just go right back. We we'll go back. We don't want none of this. They'll be building a wall. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is going to work. I'm telling you guys, this is going to work. <laughs> oh, yeah. After we – here we go, Len Holt. Yeah, if we have a three-wheel Hummer, we should be able to capture cow farts. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we capture cow farts? Why not? Uh, I think it's possible. Red Bear says, leave my chalupas alone. It's methane, uh, and methane is flammable. Maybe we just have an igniter. Yeah. I mean, when I drive, I live in farm country. There's lots of cow farms out there. You ever driven past a cow farm? <laughs> you ever try to you ever try to get a hold of a cow? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. One of those beef, the beef cattle, especially beef cattle are bad. You know? Did so. you ever. OK. Any of you guys out there, either you, Tim or Walter, you guys ever try to tip cows or is that just. A no, thing? no, no. No. It's a myth. It's a myth. Oh, OK. Yeah. I, um. Oh, OK. <laughs> That's that's you know I don't tip cows let's just eat them. I just eat them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna have some fun news here. Mm-hmm. I told you about this earlier Uh-oh. that the billionaire diamond trader law uh, dies during penis enhancement. Yeah, hold on. Where was that? Did you send me a link? I, for I that? sent you a link for that. Yeah. Hold on. Let me see. I'm trying to find that right now. Billionaire. Oh, hold on. Let me see. I think I have that. Over hey, here. It's in the Let me ch- put up a link so the the folks can get this one. Yeah. You want to read it though, Walt? Um. Yeah. Let me. Yeah, open I'll, it up I'll here. throw up a link. I'll put up a link for you too here okay. in the chat, um, Tim, so you can see it. Billionaire yeah. diamond trader dies during penis enhancement procedure. Uh, let's see here. That's on Fox News. Um, if you're a billionaire diamond trader, why do you need a, a large penis? Well, um, I guess this dude was all about his looks. Um, okay. So he suffered a heart attack uh, um, when a substance was injected to his penis. Sorry about that. Um, that right there would make me tap out. <laughs> yeah. See, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The surgery that involves injecting something. The only. You know what? Why not? If you if you're a billionaire, why don't you just add an extra penis? Just don't inject anything into it. <laughs> Just, just steal, get a next. Just, just get a second one. <laughs> just steal one from somebody, right? Yeah. No, just get a second one, man. You know why not? A second one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, no. You know what out there? Is there anyone out there that would, if you could, that would just get a second penis, or is one penis enough trouble? Uh, <laughs> I think that's enough trouble. <laughs> okay. Said so according to Landingo's friends or something. Um, the only time he forgot about his short height was when he was asked, when he asked his accountant to read his bank statement, mm. um, something which he did multiple times a day, it was reported. So I guess mm. this guy was a little guy, but he had, he's got Buku dollars cause he's in the, the diamond rackets. He don't have shit now. No, he's got, he's a dead. dead. He dead mofo now. Yeah. So. He has nothing now. Nope. Okay. He's deader than dead. So yeah. regardless, awkward. even if you believe in reincarnation, or he just wanted a bigger winky and now he's dead. So, yeah. Um, Is it worth it? Oh, let me ask you, are you guys willing who out here, Walter, Tim, are you guys willing to die to get a more enlarged? Penis? No, no, no. Well, what good does it do then? Huh? What good does it do you then? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Walter, you're saying you don't need it. Your yours is already. I, 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 is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, 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 
Just give Some me the diamond. Might need a penis reduction. Just give me the diamond money. I didn't care about your <laughs> dick. You know, what I, mean? yeah. like, I don't understand how like this can't be a normal. Like, why is it? I don't want anything coming. Remember when we were talking about the elephant, like sitting on the guy yeah, and, yeah. and the dog biting yeah. the guy in the in the nuts. Yeah. No, thank you. I don't want any kind of surgery. Nor needles. Yeah. Needles. Don't even think about. <laughs> Don't even think about surgery in that area, you know? Man. Yeah. 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 I don't understand it. I don't understand it. There's just too much. And then if you got money, come on. What to, like, seriously. Dude, let me tell you, after our last child, I, I voluntarily went in for a vasectomy, all right? <laughs> How many kids do you have, man? We have four. Four, okay. We got right. one kid at home, but I'll tell you what. I made the mistake of going to a family practitioner that said, I can do that. Oh, no, no. I a specialist. I later found out there's people that specialize in this and it would have been a lot less painful. I, I tried to go back to work the next week and by noon every day I had to crawl out to my car. Oh, man. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. If, if you go to somebody who knows what they're doing, it's like it's like snip and it's like, oh, really? That went bad. Done. You know, I'll tell you what, though. The funny part was I remember laying there on the table and they gave me Demerol intravenously. And, and that was pretty good, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I remember laying there on the table, just naked as a jaybird, you know, and this nurse walks in so, and she was alone. And I remember talking to her and thinking the whole time, man, this should be awkward, but I don't give a damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there was a doctor down there and, and he had arms like an ulcer, or a, hands like a Bear, they're like bear paws and i see smoke coming up and I'm like hey well, this ain't right <laughs> oh no this sounds terrible i was a little committed by then though so oh no 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 <laughs> funny thing was he said i never shut up during the entire procedure <laughs> yeah because you're messing around with your bear claws <laughs> around my junk uh, dude, I, I hurt for a week and a half and I was bruised in places I shouldn't have been. So never, good thing it's a one and done. It never has to be done again. Cause I'd never do it again. Yeah. Um, I could tell you, well, I, so Walter, have you had this um, procedure? Yes. Walter's nodding. Yes. For everyone listening and watching Walter says, yes, I could tell you right now. I'm never doing it. Never doing oh, it. Oh, it's, 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 it's cool. Oh Yeah. Oh, okay. Never have to worry it. about none of that n- nonsense again. No. What if we have an apocalypse? If we have uh, an apocalypse. What if? What if? If what we if? have an apocalypse, <laughs> okay, and you have to, and, and all the men die. I'll and take it's a just family you, by gunpoint. Okay? And it's, no, I'm saying, <laughs> if we have an apocalypse and all the men die and you're yeah. the only dude left and with women on the planet and you have to recede the planet. <laughs> okay, we are doomed. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it the best thing I can do. You know, I mean, and, and, and just couldn't happen. It wasn't you're just to me. You're gonna lie to them. You're gonna be like, oh yeah, I can make so many babies. <laughs> Nobody else needs to know, and it's always fun to practice. <laughs> yeah, by, the time, by the time, by the time they figure it out, it'll be too late. Oh my gosh! It's <laughs> had to get it done. It's all recreational. So. No, uh, listen, I understand why people do it. I'm never doing it. I always reserve the right to have babies in the future if uh, I need to. more babies. Here's how you make sure you don't have babies. Don't, you know, don't, <laughs> well, put, your, don't put your willy <laughs> in any baby making machines. <laughs> well, <laughs> unprotected. <laughs> That's how you do that. No comment. Um, <laughs> <I'm alone. laughs> <laughs> uh panhead says panhead four and three says hank we're putting you on demerol why because demerol we got 
<laughs> I don't understand that. One. <laughs> uh, I guess. Yeah. Is that? Uh, let's see what that's for. Okay. So that was my fun. That was my fun news. The billionaire dead because he was getting. That's his, uh, that's a shame. I'm sorry. I'm not just. I'm not going to risk all my. Yeah, uh, he he sounded from reading the article. He sounded like kind of a. Uh, 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 well, let's just say he had issues with with uh, telling the truth. I guess mm-hmm. we'll say so. Maybe mm-hmm. it was maybe it was coming to him. I guess. Oh, oh okay. it was coming to him. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, no. oh boy oh, oh dear oh uh, boy okay yeah. um someone wants me to go to this uh hawaii gun control bill so i think this is on the nra ila hawaii gun control bill passed chamber of origin and resolution introduced to redefine or repeal the second amendment how can you repeal the second amendment they don't have yeah. the ability yeah let me you share can. this with you yeah Repeal the Second Amendment. Oh, yeah. Then you will find out why we have the Second Amendment. Um, unfortunately, you'll find out in a real bad way, probably. Yeah. Um, so this week, a resolution was introduced in the Hawaii State Senate calling on the U.S. Congress to change or repeal the Second Amendment. This resolution shows a gross disregard for individual liberties the United States was founded upon. Introduced by Senator Stanley Chang and Carl Rhodes, uh, both Democrats, uh, would urge the U.S. Congress to adopt an amendment to eliminate the individual rights of citizens. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. People are always trying to do this, and I'm not saying that it can't actually um, materialize into something, but it's uh, very unlikely, in my opinion. Well, you know, hard. not to not to say that people aren't trying. We have to stay aware of it. You know, keep looking at that. But yeah, Hawaii's batshit crazy. Don't worry, Hawaii. One of these days, somebody's gonna roll up on you. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll see. Remember, you know. remember Japan, okay? I'll just yeah, say remember, that. Yeah, remember. Yeah, uh, remember Pearl Japan. Harbor, just think China, okay? Just think. Keep it. On. Somebody's gonna roll up on Hawaii. He's got a lot of crazy stuff going on, man. Uh, no. Yeah. 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 A lot of leftists living out there in paradise. Yeah. A lot of hippies. Oh, look at that. That's cool. I found a cool story. What? I haven't read it yet, but it says bison chargers runner at Utah's Antelope Island State Park. Say that again. I guess there's a place in Utah called uh, the Antelope Island State Park. I don't know. We would have to go to our Utah expert. Yeah. Um, I guess he was uh, he was out running where the where the bison are at, and the bison's chasing his ass down. <laughs> <laughs> no, no bison trying to go after you. Uh, no, I'm not messing with no bison. <laughs> Only to eat, as you said before. Them bison's is good eating, and to wear their coat. Yep. Nope. I like bison. Actually, they're cool animals. So, um, they okay. kind of remind me of a rhino. You know, I like rhinos too. So. Not the politicians, but the animals. Yeah. Right. Okay. Noble, majestic creatures. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Big ass. Yeah. Don't, don't take. Armament no and Axis wants to know if we have any Gorn before the show is over. All right. You want to? You want to talk Gorn? Who likes little pistols? There we go. Boom. Walter's got some. Where's this the? Uh, where's the? The Liberator. The, liberator. The stinger. Yeah. Oh, this. You want to see the Stinger again? Yeah. Okay. Now, what are they? Okay. Well, tell us what these guns are. For All right. You. These are both Colt. Uh, tw- well, this is a Colt 25 Auto. I guess 25 they call it the baby, 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 something or other. 
Yeah. And this is the FN version of that. They're identical. Okay. Um, FN made the Colt. I like the one with the wood grips. That's That's really cute. That's actually the rattier of the two of them. Oh, really? Okay. The finish is not as good on this one. Oh, okay. Um, Hmm. But I've not shot either one of these actually, Hank Strange. So. Oh, we gotta do a video. We gotta do a video. Yeah, and you can. You know what you can do with this? Dual fisted. Dual wield. Dual wielding. Can we make those full auto? <laughs> uh probably but not gonna happen oh okay <laughs> um you know and you can you can if you can handle the the force of the recoil from these little 25s right? i don't know man I, i'm gonna have to dig in someone might have to hold my back and yeah 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 um i bought both these from people at a gun show back in the 90s when i was doing those um this one came in a holster which somebody said, I think the person I bought oh, this Oh, look from, at that little tiny holster. Yeah, that's a little bitty like flap a, holster. Like for a, that's like for a G.I. Joe or something. Well, somebody, the, the guy yeah. that I got this from said that, the person I got it from said it came from off of, off of a, somebody got it during World War II, off an officer. So mm. it's possible the officer was carrying a little bitty pistol because sometimes you'd see that. They didn't, it was kind of more just a, hey, I got a Show. gun. Yeah, I yeah. got a gun, yeah. yeah. So, um. But yeah, we got to shoot these things. I got to get some 25 ACP and see if they go bang. So, yeah. Len Holt says no. For me, they'll just jam. <laughs> you know, you never know until you actually do it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Everything doesn't jam with me. I know some things do. Well, some yeah. things do. Yeah. Got problems. What do you think about the little itty bitty guns, Tim? You like those? You know, they're cool, they have their place. Mm hmm. Yeah, they're part of the stow in your pocket for a, for everyday carry. You can do that. Yeah, there's the FN. I mean, what's the effective range going to be? Twenty no. yards. They're belly no. gun. They're belly guns. Yeah, yeah, those are right up close. They're not even. These aren't even aiming guns. You just point in the general direction and go. So, cool. yeah, no, I mean, they have their place. I mean, these were the carry guns of the past. I mean, when people didn't have all this other stuff. So, yeah, um, fancy holsters and. Kydex and all this stuff. So yeah, they're like the Volkswagen Beetle with the Chevy V8. They're they're kind of cool, but you know. <laughs> yeah, like- I mean the the small block Chevy is still a cool engine, but you know when you can get an LS engine, especially an aluminum one, right? Yeah. And it's super lightweight. And yeah, yeah. By the way, I'll show one gun here really quick. Um, so you guys saw the six oh five. Yes, we did. Right. And I don't know if you people, I don't know if you guys could see any of this, but this has like a slight purplish sheen on it. It's got a purple hue to the anodizing. Yeah. And I, so, I mentioned that when we, when I saw it and I go, this don't look right. Yeah. That's a sign of anodizing that's kind of, so. Yeah. Um, yeah I so I got, I got in touch with the, uh, with the folks from Brownells and they told, cause I was like, is this, you know, we're working on that video. We shot a video and we're working on that. And I was like, hey, is this supposed to be like this? So apparently no. <laughs> so I don't know if anyone has a 605 out there that's like that, but it's not supposed to be like that. So they're looking into that. They're looking into that right now. Is that one that you had that video of you shooting earlier on? Uh, yeah, with full auto. That uh, looked really fun. Yeah, that's uh, Walter took this gun and put his uh, machine gun lower on it. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm waiting to hear back from them, but here's the thing, as far as I'm concerned, if, if something got messed up there and that's one of them, that's got that color, then I want to keep that. (laughs) 
because to me that makes it like extra special because now I have, you see it's like remember the stamps remember people collecting stamps and the plane was upside down that becomes yeah. the most valuable yeah yeah i like stuff like that so we'll see i'm waiting to hear back from those guys but and that thing know. was throwing the shells wasn't it yeah, well, you know what was interesting? If you look at the pattern and someone point, the, the other people were pointing this out. So when we were shooting that with the machine gun, okay. it like it was like a sprinkler. Did yeah. you see that? It was moving like a sprinkler. It was like throwing them out here and then moving like that. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. So I guess I as it, it was warming up, was it? Is it I don't know. Um, you saw what happened when I tried to use that ammo in the Galils. Mm -hmm. oh, we, we had three Galil type rifles. We tried to shoot all three at one time. And all three rifles jammed. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I get back home, I try to I try to make it happen, and one of them had a problem. The other two, I could not make do that again. I could not make them jam, even with the same bullets. So I was like, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. It must have been the force powers weren't right. Yeah. The, Maybe just some bad. <laughs> the moon was in the seventh hour, and Jupiter aligned yeah. with Mars or something. Yeah. I don't know. At uh, some point, I'll show that to you guys. You guys, when we make videos, we make so many videos that we can be putting these things out for a long time. Um, and sometimes it does take time because different things come up, and that's why we don't get the videos out working right now. I I just uploaded. Um, Walter did a video. Well, I did it with Walter, but it's all Walter and Will talking about the folding Glock, oh, yeah, the M3D okay. from uh, yeah. Full Conceal. Yeah. And Walter's giving his opinion on that. So that should be going up sometime soon if you guys want to see oh, cool. what Walter thinks about it. You know, yeah, Walter if you give shooting. a crap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Walter <laughs> shooting it and stuff like that. Wolfwind Prepper says that, that that difference in that thing has to do, it means the heat or time or something like that was off when they did it. So, Well, yeah, yeah it, could, it could be a lot of different. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Um, yeah. but it was throwing them out the one time some, oh, when, um, when, uh, Steve from 904 shot it, I think that was him. Was that him? Or was that mm -hmm. when I took the video of you shooting it? Did it do that where it changed the, or was that with Babyface when it changed the, well, like, where the ejection kind of swept across the. That was, well, that's in the video that I just put up. It might be in the one with Babyface too. I think it was okay. doing the same yeah, thing. I can't remember. Cause that's the one you posted that. Yeah. And then I posted one today. Um, Gun Doctor TV says, have you guys seen the high point barrel with the 35, 45 ACP bullets lodged in the barrel? What? No, I haven't seen that. What, no. somebody had a, they did a squib round and just kept stacking them up inside of it? I don't know. No, can't be. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah. what that is. Yeah. By yeah, the B way, go ahead. No, BCG uh, 44S says I wouldn't hold my mouth right. Sometimes I feel like that, yeah. <laughs> when you can't when you can't figure out why something did something and it's like you're just going, I don't know. Yeah. You know? The powers that be. It's the yeah. aliens from the different dimensions. Like I said, the, the moon wasn't lined with the Jupiter and this, you know, and all that stuff yeah. correctly. It's know. the aliens, Walt. The aliens. Yeah, the aliens, they had a presence they're over they're us. Coming yes. through the dimensions. You yeah. gotta understand they're coming through the dimensions. Yeah, we were closing and the portal. They're trying to affect the videos. Our bullets were closing the portal <laughs> down. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Okay, so this is the uh, SKO. This is the full-size SKO magazine-fed shotgun from Standard Manufacturing, which we shot this over the weekend as well. I have not had a chance to edit the video, but we are going to be talking about it because, Walter, we've got Standard Manufacturing coming on tomorrow. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Lou from Standard Manufacturing is coming on. I think you're going to be here, right, Walt? I probably will. Yes. You're conscripted <laughs> into the service. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, this is why I drop it on you while we're on the show. Yeah. So I can't back out. No, you can't. (laughs) So anyway, we're going to be talking about this, which we were shooting this. Um, Like we found you, at least in the beginning, you have to shoot this with the uh, higher Higher breath. Yeah. Yeah, Higher, uh, more than a one and a quarter dram. uh, I guess that's the powder charge. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So you got to, you got to run the higher brass stuff through it to begin with. Yes. So um, we're which we did. We didn't. We had like more of the cheaper stuff, obviously. So um, the thing I would tell people is if you're going to buy any of these magazine fed shotguns and you think you're going to feed the cheap stuff through it, <laughs> yeah. you're going to probably need to do better. Now, standard manufacturing says that you, you have to start off with the high brass, but this will feed the, the other stuff. So we're going to keep testing it. We'll probably you know, keep testing it and come back and, sh- and talk to you guys about that. But we're going to have standard Lou from standard manufacturing. Actually, he's coming on the show tomorrow. Excellent. He's going to be hanging out with us and answering questions and talking about these guns as well as we're going to give one of them away. I think we're giving away the other one. Um, how many rounds does that hold? How many shells? Um, this, there's a they, they uh, sent, five and a 10 round. man. Yeah. Five ma- five round magazines, ten round magazines, and I think they're working on a big drum, uh, twenty five. Yeah, that looks like an awesome personal defense unit. <laughs> yeah, yes. If you it, you know what what I really want to do, we're gonna keep t- like I want to see if this will run the lower end stuff and all that. Want to figure it out, but I can tell you guys, I've seen guns that are way more expensive than this, and no matter what, you know, you can only run the high end stuff in it. Yeah. So. That's what I'm curious to see how this works. It is a proprietary magazine and all that kind of stuff. So, um, so Hillbilly Nitro says, Hank, your magazine spring tensions uh, lessens as you fire rounds in the AR yeah. that causes the case ejection to spread out. That could be, uh, yeah. yeah. Man, there's geniuses on here. Hey, um, I'll tell you, I don't know everything. So, yeah, Tim a, lot times, not- a lot of times I'm just winging it. So, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Tim Not Tim says, Hank, get your hands on a standard manufacturer in 1911. Need, I need a range report. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Tomorrow, Tim Not Tim, please. You I can talk to Lou that. over there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we'll, we'll ask Lou. We'll request. You know, um, yeah, and then I think Gun Doctor TV put in the link to the uh, Instagram, the High Point thing. We can take a look at that. So, okay, you were, what was it you were just asking? You were asking something about cars just now from Tim, from Novak. Who, me? I forgot what that was, yeah. I was? I think so. You, uh, oh, you were talking about the LS motor. Oh, well, yeah, I, 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 um, we are talking 350s and versus the LS, and I said the 350 engine's cool, but why mess with that when you can get an LS, like an aluminum block, even a cast iron block LS engine, and, and probably get a lot more horsepower with a lot less modifications to the engine yeah what do you um, think about that tim it's true you know the ls platform came about because of the what what we call gen one uh, you know the old small block chevys were gen one stuff and, and the ls's are gen three and gen four um but man it's amazing what you can get out of a bone stock ls engine with a tuner that really knows what to do on an ls plant power plant i think mm-hmm. we have a we have a 2008 suburban i think from the factory, it comes with 
300 horsepower? Am I, am I, am I crazy or? No, that sounds about right. Yeah. And, and my old Suburban before that, which was a 99, had a small block Chevy in it, that design. And I think it was only, oh, 150, something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. From the, yeah. From, from the factory. So, you know, if you can get a 300 horsepower engine right out of the, right out of the box, you know, without doing anything to it, that's pretty good. Yeah, these engines now are crazy, Tim. Um, yeah, the, the, uh -huh. engine tuner that knows what he's doing on LS engines and transmissions, it, it's amazing what they can pull out of them without even doing modifications of just a tune. Yeah, and it's right. like uh, I have a rental um, Suburban, man, and that thing gets like 22 miles per gallon. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the hell? This is on a big, massive. Can you, man? We we should put those in everything. <laughs> it's still not enough for the dams. They want more. <laughs> yeah, well, that. Yeah, that that whole thing's that's a bad issue for me. This whole fuel thing every year getting tighter and tighter, tighter. All that equates to is you paying more and more for your vehicle when you go to buy exactly. one. Mm -hmm. That's it. You're not saving the environment. You're not saving the planet. The emissions are no less, or making the emissions so crazy small that the the the, the vehicles. You know, it's just more money, more money, more money. Um, the engines are very efficient as they are right now. So, yeah, and, I think and, what we're doing is amazing. You know, and, maybe maybe the technology we do other technology, we could we could get even more efficiency out of it. But they don't want that. They want us to go completely electric. I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead, Walt. No, they want us to go completely small mm -hmm. is what they want you to do. And except for the leaders who'll be driving around, it'd be like North Korea. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're driving around in the big black limo and you're riding and around we're all, we're all running in the back you're like walking the secret service you're walking <laughs> yeah i don't know if you remember the old days in china they should show communist china in the old days there are people riding bikes and everybody walks yeah and now you look at china and they they have too many vehicles yeah so it's yeah well screw those guys i'm not walking i'm driving well that's, <laughs> i mean i don't i like walking i do like walking but i'm driving i like walking from the car to my building Right. Uh -huh. I like driving my gas guzzling 500 cubic inch engine. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? If you can pay for the gas, then more power to you. Yeah. Right. We want we want the the deer to drop dead right next to us so that we don't have to we don't have to hunt them down. We they're already pre-smoked. What from the concussion of the pistons yeah. running? No. The meat is pre-smoked. <laughs> yeah. That's the tastiest meat. Um, uh, by the way, John Blaze says Hawaii asked Congress to repeal the Second Amendment today. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, we did see that. Th those people are batshit crazy. Not to say that Congress won't take that seriously because we got a not, lot of nutcases up there. But yeah, we did see that. Tim, what do you think about the um, I know this has nothing to do with Jeeps, but what do you think about the uh, C8 uh, Corvette that's coming out with the mid engine one? I'm kind of a Corvette fan. I think it's awesome. Well, you know, and it's it's truly a supercar now it truly is you know when you mid go mid-engine and yeah. 700 horsepower yeah mid-engine seven but you know what's wrong with it what no all-wheel drive not going to can't fit it in there we got to get all-wheel drive come on no you don't why you don't have to tim you think no you don't need all-wheel drive there right go yeah. ahead that's all right you could you could side with walter there's advantages both ways yeah, I, mean, I want all-wheel drive. I know you think, oh, not putting the all-wheel drive is not putting anything down. It does. <laughs> if, if you have a lot of power, I think it does something. Yeah, no, it, it does. It's great for uh, oh yeah, traction, acceleration, yeah. and 
I just don't think it's always necessary. A lot more parts to go wrong. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's variable. So if it if it needs to put a lot of the a lot of those systems nowadays, if they need to put a bunch of power to the rear wheels, it can. Yeah. You know, yeah, cool um, technology for sure. Yeah, the tech out there is awesome. Like you can have rear wheel steering, you can have all kinds of crazy cool things going on out there. Like I, I wanna go, I wanna go around corners real fast as well. Not just straight real fast, but yeah, rear wheel steering, that would that would make a lot of people get into a bad situation real fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, at people by or Apple Byte, I guess it is, says, uh, all wheel drive, red eye, FTW. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Brick says, Hank is hung up on the all wheel drive. Yes. <laughs> I think it's so awesome. I think it's so awesome. Listen, we didn't even get a chance to talk about what Novak does. So we're about to go out here. Do you want to tell the people what Novak conversions, what you guys get up to? Oh, man. We, we just have fun building Jeeps. You know, we make parts for Jeeps that, that need more power. We manufacture everything that it takes to make a complete package to put a V8 in your Jeep and virtually all models, like we're just about covering every Jeep model made that's worth modifying. Let's put it that way. That's worth mo- So when that new Gladiator comes out and you don't want that v- crazy ass V6 that the Gladiator is going to come with, you can we can go to you, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. That's you, right. Got, you guys going to be set up for that because you're set up for the new Jeep, right? Eventually we'll do that gladiator for sure. Cause that will be a, that will be a popular conversion right there. I think so, man, that thing's going to need power. Well, you know, for those guys that are overlanders or daily drivers and that kind of thing, that little uh, uh, V6 diesel that's coming out of them should be a good one. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. But if yeah. that doesn't do any good, if you want to go fast in the sand or if you want to crawl on the rocks, or, it's, it's a good driver's about all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wheelbase is too long on that. You don't like the wheelbase? You're turning it. You're turning the Jeep into a, a suburban, basically. <laughs> uh, and why'd they call it a gladiator? That's not a gladiator. Yeah, yeah. Going back to the old school gladiators, they're entirely different. They wanted they, they had that. They had that concept that they put out a couple of years ago of the of a new version of the gladiator, like pickup. Yeah. And then it, what happened to that? It <clears throat> ends up being a basically a a pickup, whatever what they call the Jeeps now. Um, yeah. So I was like, really? I don't know. Yeah. I think, I'll tell you what, though. There's enough people that really want this new Gladiator, a four-door pickup, that I, I think they're going to move a bunch of them. Oh, they'll sell, they'll sell a bunch of them. They'll, they'll sell, sell a bunch them. of them, yeah. yeah. I mean, And everybody's going to want to modify it. And <laughs> yeah. to help them well, out. Yeah. <laughs> the first cool. modification you need, um, you know, up the up the horsepower on that thing, put a bigger engine. And you so you guys are going to have that in the transmission, right? Well, eventually we'll have a whole package for them, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, that new transmission that Chrysler's got, though, that uh, eight-speed auto is is really a good one. It sounds like eight speeds. Wow. Okay, so yeah. so you so you guys don't have um, a conversion set up yet for the new what is it the JK or the new Jeep JL. the new Ford the JL? Do you JL. guys have something for that already? Uh, very soon, we're just waiting on the electronics, and then we'll have we'll have everything for them. Oh, okay, cool. That's yeah, I like that. Do, what do you think about that, Walter? I'm not familiar the, with it. The new Jeep, the, the new, new Jeep that's out and, there. Yeah, well, how, uh, I'm not familiar. I mean, I, I'm, I heard about it, but I don't know what makes it different than the old Jeep, the older version. Um, I don't know. They've got some neat enhancements they've done. You know, they've they've changed the frame. They've made it a little bit wider. The axles are a little bit wider. 
Um, you know, they went to electronic power steering and some things like that that drives guy nuts. But when you do a V8 conversion on them, get rid of that anyways. Yeah, they um, I think they made it easier for you to drop that glass in the front, easier to take the top off. Oh. You know, they put a bunch of oh, uh, yeah. bunch of easier to, easier to take the doors off and ride around in a Jeep that really doesn't look like it should have the doors off. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, no, it was always easy to take the doors off, but it wasn't always so easy to do the glass and all that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. so they've it, it, you know, you can you could take that you could take the glass down on the on the on the Jeeps. I mean, fold the windshield down. Yeah, to fold the windshield. But I think they made it easier for you to fold the windshield and um and do some stuff with the roof that wasn't so easy before. Yeah, they've, they've, they've integrated the factory roll bar into the windshield. So even though it has hinges on it, you negate the roll bar if you unhook it and pull the window down. What happened yeah. to the... Uh, what? Yeah. Like obviously, they don't have airbags in the... In the in the side? Yeah, right. like a lot of them have in the column, in the windshield on the sides going up. I forget what that's called. Um, yeah, I don't do, know. I don't think Jeeps have that. You yeah. pretty much leave the, wind, the fold down windshield to the older Jeeps that can do it. <laughs> oh, so you don't like you don't like the new folding down of the windshield then? Well, they claim that it can do it, but when you think about it, if it's integrated with the roll bar, you have to unbolt it, and then you just leave the those pillars for the the roll bar sticking out. And, and yeah, I've not seen one person try to pull down the windshield on a JK or J. <laughs> oh, okay. See, this would make make a great video if you know someone that has one, man. That's true. I'd like to see somebody that does it. <laughs> yeah, you need to. You do it so the rest of us can see it. No, you got to have the person who does not know what he's doing do it. Oh. That'll be a great video. Oh yeah, okay. That'll be like a a cluster. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A Betty Hill. That'll be like a Betty yeah. Hill video. Yeah. How many hours does it take a monkey to fold down? Lots. <laughs> yeah. Bets on which state of the union that would come from. <laughs> and then they find out they go right around it and they get a ticket because they can't ride on the state they have with the windshield down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I think they added some things. I mean, it's got start-stop. Everyone hates that. But if you swap out the engine, you get rid of the start-stop, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're going to start-stop when you're hill climb, when you're, when you're, uh, yeah, you're, half, you're halfway on the rock and it stops, right? It's like, oh. You shouldn't be putting out emissions when we're rock crawling. <laughs> no, rock yeah. crawling, uh, it, by definition, is recycling. Because <laughs> yeah, eventually you're going to roll it and crush it, and it's ready to go back to the recycle. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but listen, I wanted to make sure because I, I think it's great for Tim to come on. We always like hey, talking yep, to yep, him. Yep, yep, yep. He's a gun guy, you know. But but Novak conversions, they do these conversions. I'm going to try to get out there and get some um, and and catch one of these things like conversions actually going down. I know there's lots of Jeep guys out there, old and new. So and then Walter, you're planning on doing a flat fender. I want to do a flat fender. Yeah, GPR. are we putting a V8 in it? No, it's probably going to be the old flat flat four. Why we can't put a V8 in it, man? Why can't we make it mid-engine V8? Damn it, we. I like that word we, King Ostabi. <laughs> hey Walter, just tell them that it is all-wheel drive, though. Yeah, yeah, I will have all-wheel drive, and I will have locking diffs front and rear. So uh, okay, fine. All yeah. right, I could take yeah. that. All right, so cool. Yeah, we're gonna wrap this up. I don't want to go too much over. Um, uh, Walter, how, how yes, can sir. the guys follow you out there? How can they see all the cool guns? I'm sure you're going to throw up some pictures of those guns right there. Yeah, I'll do something with these little guys. Yeah, uh, Facebook, Instagram, that 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 medium, some tweeting. It'll get, it'll be a cool one side by hand. It's like uh, ebony and ivory. Yeah. Um, um, but anyways, yeah, those two mediums, three mediums there, Facebook, Instagram, 
Um, yeah. twi- Twitter. Yeah, that um, would be ebony and mahogany, by the way. Ebony and mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bricks wants to know, Tim, ha- do you have any thoughts on the Magnuson Supercharger for the 3.6? Uh, you know, I got to tell you, I'm not a fan of putting a supercharger on any of those factory V6s. The, the bottom ends aren't built to handle it. And oh. Is that what the 3.6 is? Is that a... Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. You know, 3.8s in the generation before them. The bottom end, it, it's got a limited life expectancy at that Oh, point. okay. So it's not really built to withstand yeah. all of that. Okay. All right. So there you go. Yeah. Tim, how can the people out there follow you if they've got questions, if someone wants to convert their Jeep out there? Well, we are at, uh, on Instagram at Novak Jeep Conversions. I personally am at uh, Tim Novak Jeep Conversions. And then uh, we have our Facebook page, of course, just Novak Conversions. And I monitor that all the time. I'll be the one answering any questions and helping folks out. And I do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And if you guys want to see some video of, of Tim and I looking at some um, some Jeeps and stuff like that, it's on Stranger Palooza. So yeah. I don't. you didn't do any video when you went to see Michelle this year, right? Not a whole lot, no. I was, I was on the move the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I had to track him down. I had to track... Track him down. I think I uh, found you like on second to last or the last day or something. I needed like another week there, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but uh, we do have some good videos up there on Stranger Palooza. You guys can check it out. I encourage you to go to Novak Conversions and then Tim at Novak Conversions on Instagram. You guys are on Facebook too, right? Correct. Awesome. All right, guys, uh, that's it. You know, if you're not subscribed, subscribe now. Make sure you ring the bell and all that kind of good stuff. We'll be back tomorrow. We've got Lou from Standard Manufacturing and Walter in with us tomorrow. We will see you guys then. We are out of here. Peace.